we all know it's coming and it's not gonna be pretty. It's great to have storable food, but when that runs out, what are you gonna do? Your best defense against the coming apocalypse is to have seeds so you can grow your own food. So I've been looking for various different seeds for the last couple of years. And off the bat, almost all seed companies are the same, as long as they're non-GMO, heirloom, yada, yada. But it's the following years that really concern me. So I bought a whole bunch of seeds last year. And when you get seeds, there's, there's a lot of seeds in a pack, a whole lot. You're probably not gonna use them all if you have a small garden. So you wanna make sure they last again the following year. So the best company I found for these seeds is called Survival Essentials. And when you go on their webpage, it says, your best defense against the coming apocalypse. So go to survival-essentials.com, save 10% with promo code DEFIANT, and get ready because we're gonna need to eat. And I don't know about y'all, but I don't trust the food in the grocery store anymore. I don't trust it unless I can plant the seed with my own hands and watch it grow with my own eyes and know where it's coming from and feed it to my family. So survival-essentials.com, promo code DEFIANT, saves you 10%. flag of the United States of America. justice for all. time to resist. They can't arrest us all, 
And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no, not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply, refuse to show vaccine passports, refuse to wear a mask, refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now. Christ is my commanding officer. The Holy Bible is my code of conduct. Faith, prayer, and the Word are my weapons of warfare. I have been taught by the Holy Spirit, trained by experience, tried by adversity, and tested by fire. I am a volunteer in this army. I am enlisted for eternity. I will not get out, sell out, be talked out, or pushed out. I am a soldier. I am not a baby. I do not need to be pampered, petted, primed up, pumped up, picked up, or pepped up. Because I am a soldier. No one has to call me, remind me, write me, visit me, entice me, or lure me. Because I am a soldier. No one has to send me flowers, gifts, food, cards, candy, or give me handouts. I do not need to be cuddled, cradled, cared for, or catered to. I am committed. I am a soldier. I cannot be discouraged enough to turn me aside. I cannot lose enough to cause me to quit. I will win. I am more than a conqueror. I will always triumph. I can do all things through Christ which strengthen me. Devils cannot defeat me. People cannot disillusion me. Weather cannot weary me. Sickness cannot stop me. Battles cannot beat me. Money cannot buy me. Governments cannot silence me. And hell cannot handle me. I am a soldier. Even death cannot destroy me, for when my commander calls me from this battlefield, he will promote me to captain and then allow me to rule with him. I am a soldier in the army. I am marching. I am claiming victory. I will not give up. I will not turn around. I am a soldier.
miles away. I suppress these feelings in my chest, then they move up to my neck and decapitate. I'm obsessed with time, I know I can't get it back, so when I catch my head, it's only half the weight. I smile on Saturdays, the weekends when I strengthen and deactivate. And then Monday comes around and I relive the same. This cycle is a storm I chase, but I can't seem to catch the rain. It's war when I'm in the booth. Just me inside a room, man. This liquor always tells the truth. Got my phone inside my hand, but I turned off my notifications because the sight of one can fuck around and change my mood. I hit record. My life's melodic pain they've never heard before. They get addicted to that sound and then I make them more. And now I understand why they say when it rains it pours. Don't want to live my life inside this cage. I'm stuck in retrograde as history repeats itself. I seclude myself and ask for space. I think I'm planted in a storm, but I can't catch the rain. Cover up a master pain. I think I got a pain never goes away. I suppress these feelings in my chest. Then they move up to my neck and decapitate. I'm obsessed with time. I know I can't get it back. So when I catch my head, it's only half the weight. I smile on Saturdays. The weekends when I strengthen and deactivate. And then Monday comes around and I relive the same. This cycle is a storm. I chase. But I can't seem to catch the rain. Cause I'm having trouble getting used to me. Cause I remember how it used to be. I meet new people every day. And you see, usually I don't know if they like me or they motherfucking using me. And that's why I'm just closed off and antisocial. In and out of conversations, I'm compensating. My music's my excuse to say I'm vocal. My greatest hits are my worst times compiled. I bottled up and shared to the world. And that's what made them global. And that's the fucked up part. Popping prescriptions while giving vivid descriptions to people who clap and listen while you stuck in. Inside a prison, slave to the algorithm, cope with the mechanisms like liquor and chasing women, but that's what they want. Then you wake up and it's all over. Life is nothing but a vapor. Once you blink, you're older, your heart gets colder. They meddle in your mind, the system you gave your whole life. Time implodes and starts to corrode you. You looking over your shoulder, thinking how you supposed to get through this life while being sober. You lose composure, get to drinking for the closure. Then you right back in the cycle where those motherfuckers want you say the pain never goes away. I suppress these feelings in my chest, then they move up to my neck and decapitate. I'm obsessed with time, I know I can't get it back, so when I catch my head, it's only half the weight. I smile on Saturdays, the weekends when I strengthen and deactivate. And then Monday comes around and I relive the same, this cycle is a storm I chase. But I can't seem to catch the rain. God. Welcome back, Freedom Gardeners. Hey, guys. To another episode of Freedom Gardens. So excited. I am so excited today, actually. Get in here. Get in I'm coming. Camera. I'm just going to plug this in. Seriously. Right You're sitting here screwing around during the whole intro instead of I being ready to go. For I real. Know. Always. I'm a mess. I'm v Len. This is Heather. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. All right. All right, so who's our guest today? Talk to me about this. We have a have no very idea. special guest today. So uh, a couple months back, a guy reached out to me, and I told Sammy all about him. From no, sorry, we we have um, dogs in heat. Oh yay! Yes, it's the first day. 
That's why you're trying be, to hump her it's, face. When yes, I... it's going to be the next two weeks of <sighs> dogs mm-hmm. in heat. And she's like, just let me in. I know. No, no. So no, I just kicked them out. Another scratching the door to come back in. They're not. No, no. Bad enough. I have to deal with that out there. Not in here. Well, because you know it's going to stink again soon. Because you know Seamus gets all full of hormones and so and he, nasty like, sweats and he just smells like a and teenage boy it's fucking all gross. over her for like at two weeks it's, so it's just it's terrible it's terrible but anyway my dogs are fixed i don't have to do with it <sighs> no no maybe we'll get puppies out of this this time if he can figure it out oh he didn't yeah he didn't i mean figure he it out a little bit older he totally bigger. did not but yeah anyway so uh, a couple months ago uh guy reached out to me from a company called plant search um and uh which kind of it's like a parallel path to electroculture, right? So electroculture essentially covers the soil and the air, right? Pulls excess ions out of the air, deposits them into your soil, aerates your soil, makes your soil richer, um, you know, makes sure your air, we'll get, we'll get into some craziness that I discovered this week with it too. All new aspects of it, but, it doesn't do anything about the water. Now it does help with some water retention, but it doesn't do anything for the water. So this guy reached out to me and they have a product that essentially magnetizes the water. So now you're covering all so three bases. Sense. Yes. That makes so yes. much sense. It's called plant search. It's sitting right there. Oh, this fucker. Mm-hmm. So they sent me a couple units. I put it's some on the garden, hoses. Garden of course, then I went softener. to, then I went to, yeah, it's a giant magnet. Ah. So um, I put some on, some of my hoses and uh, it's green. So it's hard to see on the green screen, <laughs> but anyway, uh, so the inventor, Concept. yes, mm-hmm. of uh, plant search is joining us today all the way from the UK. So oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's pretty exciting. Uh, his name's James. How you doing, James? Hey guys, I'm very yellow. What's happened? It must be my lighting system. Can you see? Yeah, we can see Hi. you. It's very uh, yellow. Maybe, I know. I've, maybe if Marley puts on Marley, I've got my grandson here. He's sitting listening to you guys. Excellent. Marley, can, can you go put the top light on? I'm just going to try the top light. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm actually. This is Saturday evening, and I'm at my daughter's house, hey. child hey. sitting. Here we go, Marley. Come, come, come and see her. This is Marley. Nice to meet you, Marley. How Hi. old are you? Yeah. He's eight. Eight. Fantastic. I've had my son yeah. Liam sit in on the show occasionally or once before. Um, he's 11 and he sat down wow. and did a whole show with me. It was, it was actually, it was excellent. He did very well, but uh, getting a perspective from, you know, a child yeah. that's going on in the world yeah. is very interesting. So well, right. he's been using plant search. His mom's been using plant search now for a couple of years. So nice. he's familiar with how, how it works. And, uh, if you just, I'm just babysitting him while Charles sitting because he's quite a big guy now. So yeah. the, the mom and dad are going out to a super party. They're going to have some party fun tonight. So I'm doing doing the podcast, which I'm really excited about. And I'm looking at his brother might come in later. So if they just pop their heads on it, I hope that's okay. Absolutely. <laughs> we love kids. The more the merrier. And so who is this wonderful uh, guest or this wonderful podcaster next to you? So this is my best friend, Heather. We've been together since we were three, the, the four. Summer, the summer before we turned five. So okay, yeah, yeah since four. we were four years old. Mm-hmm. So basically our entire lives. Yep. Um, so, wow. Uh, Hi, Heather. Good to meet you. Hi. Good to meet you. So, nice to meet you. 
Yeah. So uh, I, I drug oh, no Heather. hetero life partner today. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hetero, my hetero life partner. Yeah. So um, my other hetero life partner other yeah. than my husband. <laughs> yeah. I always tell everybody like I when I when everybody asks, if, especially if we're out together, they're like, oh, how old are you? I always just like Vanessa's like my twin. Yeah. I'm like, we're going to be. Yeah, we're, we we're just turned 45. So you look pretty young. You look very young. So that's great. Yeah. Yeah. Really young. And uh, but, um, so I'm very excited to be here. I'm really excited to be with you guys. Yeah. She feels better than she used to. I dragged her That's into this sure. because um, mm -hmm. we essentially cured her from a jab injury using all natural methods. And uh, so I, I made her come this and was, do this. The show this was the, the woman, you, this was the yeah. lady you talked about. Wow. Yeah. Good to you. Amazing story. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. amazing. Yeah. I tell you, it's made a huge difference. I will have to say that I do need to go back on the liquid supplements now that there's not any sun. sun yes. Right. Because Might I can see. feel Might my energy D. level so just going. Yep. And yeah, even ten thousand IU's of vitamin D. Do you? Yeah. Ten thousand IU's. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I, I'm a new. I really so. like your cognitive support uh, supplement as well. It works really well. Well, it's probably not the same supplement. Oh, okay. He just uses vitamin oh, okay. D. Okay. Yeah. I was just saying, like the supplements that we use, the Aurora. Yeah, yeah it's at defiantvitamins.com. Yes, they're. Okay. Uh, I use their cognitive support. Yes, yes. And it's great. It really helped. That was whole mm -hmm. during that whole process of me getting over the vaccine injury and just having yeah. COVID in general just kind of wiped me out. Um, and I had my whole family on it. But then the summertime, we were really pretty active um, this year outside, which because I decided that I, you know, she's going to teach me how to do this and I mm -hmm. want to do it hydroponically. So we've just been working with stuff all together and it made me feel great. I really didn't need the extra vitamins, but now that it's yucky outside, I can feel it. Like I definitely need it. Yeah. Yeah. That's great news. Well, miracles happen. Just, yeah. and you, and you're one of them, I think. Thank mm -hmm. goodness. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So James, tell, tell everybody about, about you, about yourself, about your products. Um, and, okay. uh, you know, we'll go That's from there. Cool. Yeah, well, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm kind of like the plant surge is only part and parcel of my holistic lifestyle. I have been a pioneer, probably on the wrong side of the law. Not, not that I've done anything illegal, but I've been basically uh, a health, a health and lifestyle pioneer now for like three or four decades. I started way back uh, in the 1980s, um, getting into the health revolution, and in England, it was kind of difficult because there was there was I was a journalist uh, in my old, my first job was a journalist, and I was asked to do an article on health foods in a in a in a national newspaper, and so I thought, well, what's a health food? This is back in the mid seventies or something. I thought, what's a health food? I had no idea. So some guy told me to go down to the docks where the ships came in from China, and you'll find health foods. I went down there. All I found was white rice, basmati white rice, and I thought that can't be a health food. It's white. It's not the stuff that I was used to because I was born in South America, so literally in the tropical rainforest, and there was nothing white, nothing refined. And so when I had a look at it, I thought, hold on a minute, that's not a health food. And I couldn't find any health foods around, so I had to go and then figure out what it was. So my whole consciousness began to, to wake up about, hold a second, what's a health food? What, what are people eating? You know, what do I need to eat myself? So... I kind of got really into um, the, a holistic, wholesome diet, which didn't exist, but but it was still not bad because you had meat. It's called in England meat and two veg, meat and two veg. 
So if you ate meat and two veg, your quids in, you were gonna get you were gonna stay kind of healthy. Um so I took it from there, then I did, did a nutrition science degree uh, because I figured out what's the, if I don't know much, no one else seems to know anything. So if I can get the information I need and then I'm then I can educate people, which is what I started to do. Um, I was I came up against the the big pharma on on very quickly after I started to get involved. Uh, I'll tell you why I did because I started to promote in England a substance called melatonin, which obviously yep, is, is yeah. And so when I went to America, I I could buy melatonin anywhere back you know, back in the in the early nineties. I buy it anywhere, but when I so I came back to England and I was told that. I couldn't. I couldn't sell it for sleep. I, I could only sell it for jet lag, and I thought, well, jet lag is not a medical condition. And then suddenly, a year later, I couldn't sell it for jet lag. I thought, what? What? So anyway, I thought someone something's up. So big pharma was obviously not wanting me to impinge onto their sleeping drugs market. So I, I had a whole case. I was became the drugs baron, and, and I, I almost went to jail. I mean, it was a huge drawn out thing. Court cases everywhere. I defied, I defied the guys who were telling me that I can't supply a natural substance which couldn't be licensed to people that wanted it. So that set me off on the road of, hey man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just, just say no if it doesn't, if it doesn't meet with my, if it doesn't, if it's no symbiosis and if it doesn't meet with my personal quest for health and longevity and whole, whole healthness, I'm gonna say no. And I've been doing that all my life. Um, and so um, the plant surge was interesting because um, for years I've been helping a partner of mine, my, co my co-founder and co-partner who lived in Cinnamon, to develop a, a, um, descalers for, for, for indoor boilers and using magnets. So I had the, the experience of magnets, but never for plants. I didn't, we were basically descaling um, hard water pipes in people's boilers and you know in, in their homes, but I never put two and two together. That hold on a second, these magnets can inhibit lime scale because I didn't think plants. I couldn't put the connection together. So for years we didn't even go near plants at all with with our magnetic systems. Um, and I, it was probably a bit of a naivety because I you know it's like don't see the obvious, and there was no one in England. Or, or in Europe, literally, that used magnetic uh, water for plants. No one used it. But I discovered that in Australia, in in South uh, New South Wales, they had been using magnetic water on a commercial scale two decades before I even discovered it for scaling. Incredible. That's that's fascinating, James. Because when I when we went to Jamaica, my husband and I, um, and Heather has been yeah. there with me before, but we didn't notice it the first right. when we went. Um, when we went to Jamaica, we went up, they call up the mountain, right? So we were, yes, we, were yes. down, we were down in Otos Rios and we went up the mountain. We went up to, uh, um, to the Appleton estates, to the, the big rum distillery up there yes. and on the way up. And now my son got horribly bus sick and the roads in Jamaica are ridiculously terrible. Yeah, terrible. Yeah, terrible. yeah absolutely. Yeah. It's, a, it's a running joke, right? Yeah. Um, they're, they, they call themselves uh, expert uh, pothole dodgers, right? Um, <laughs> they, have, they have PhDs. They're all, they, yes. they're all PhDs, pothole dodgers. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so uh, but we had to stop the bus literally every 20 minutes so that he could throw up. Um, oh, so, 
And we were constantly stopping on the side of the road. But beautiful yes. views. Was that Liam? Yes. Yes. That oh, was Liam. that poor, poor thing. We ended up finally stopping at a, a, a little roadside like farmer's market stand. And I got him um, fresh garlic and fresh ginger. And yes. he, he, you know, basically bit into one and then, you know, smelled the other. And then, and he got, he was better. And we made it up the mountain. It took us, the whole trip took us 15 hours though, to go up, see this wow. and come back down. Cause it was so rough. But as we're on one of the many stops, I looked over and there's these huge poles with copper round, wound around them going up yeah. like a hundred feet tall. Wow. And I asked wow. the tour guide and I was like, what are those? I knew what Ooh. they were there the biggest electroculture antennas I'd ever seen, but I didn't know if she wow, knew what they were. And I, and I said, what are those? And she goes, oh, we, we've had those for generations. That's where we know to plant the sweet potato heads. Uh, the yams, they're not sweet potatoes, they're yeah, yams. The yams. Yeah, the yams and cassavas, yams, yeah. yeah. Jamaican yeah. yams are like, ask Hussein Bolt, they make you the fastest that they made him. <laughs> the You're world. right, yeah, yeah. There's actually a chemical in yams that make you like do something in your muscles and make you run faster. Yes, so, no yes. joke. Um, but she said, the thing is though, when you plant them in these fields with these giant electroculture antennas, although she didn't know what they were, she just said, that's the, where we know to plant the head, you know, the find the head of the, the yes, the yams. yes, yes. Um, they need a forklift to dig them up. The, the biggest one that they ever pulled up out of there was 935 pounds. Wow. That's huge. That's, <laughs> because that, that they're, is, they're using yeah. giant culture antennas so, so, yeah so they've been using them for you know i, I mean at least a, a hundred years and we never we never knew about wow. it so there's so many cultures around around the world that have been using these things like you're you know talking about them using magnets in australia yes. they're using electroculture in jamaica it, why don't we yeah about incredible <laughs> because other countries are more in tune with their natural resources, so they've been following the same practices for hundreds and hundreds of years. Exactly. They did not get commercialized and inhibited with all of these damn preservatives like we did over here in the U.S. That's why we are the fattest yes. people in the nation. Yeah, true. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway. <laughs> no, 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 I'm, I'm, My little rant. No, it's fine. No, it's cool. I mean, I, I just discovered that so when the Australians were using it on a massive commercial scale for melons and for strawberries, and they were they were actually after bigger yield because it was commercial farming. So, but and it was sponsored, it was state sponsored. When everything is sponsored by the state, you know they're pretty serious about it, and and and, it, and they'll do all the research. And there was huge amounts of science, but no one in England was using it. No one in Europe was using it. No one in America was using it for plants. So I hightailed it down to south of France to see my buddy and. He's got two acres of the most amazing land where he grows olive trees and his olive oil out of this world, organic, no-till, all magnetic watered, all olive trees, and he produces beautiful oil. So we started to to, 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 to trial it out on sunflowers because that's that's really big, big thing down there. And the sunflower plants just grew huge compared to the year before. We got more sunflower seeds. Dahlias, literally dahlia flowers, Flowers were far more lush. I guess I can use the word lush. Um, far more lush flowers, got more blooms. And then we went to the kitchen garden vegetables. And this cucumbers were 20% bigger. Tomatoes were just prolific because suddenly the flowers were double what there was the year before. So I said to him, well, look, guys, we have to do something. This is Holy cow. So I came back to England and I decided to flowers. I couldn't just give it to you and say, hey, here we go. Well, I could with you guys, because you guys are 
pretty consciously aware of what's going on. The only guy, the average English gardener, no, forget it. They just were, even after we did trials, so we set up these flower on 25 varieties of plants. I went to a horticulturalist company, so I got the most expert advice I could. He got over six months of 25 different indoor and outdoor flowering varieties. In and every single plant, uh, and these were these were plants that don't really grow like orchids. Well, if you've got an orchid indoors, you don't even know flowers are growing. It's like watching paint dry. It just, it, you know, and suddenly, suddenly come on the plant, which is water with answer. The overall results were phenomenal. 82% more flowers on an average on all the plants. There were two or three plants, like the edible plants, which had 400% more flowers. Now, that's a plant, say a viola, with one flower, tap water, six flowers plants uh, from Plant Search. So we thought, heck, right, we've got the trials, and then so we then launched it to English gardeners. It, we sent the product to hundreds of English gardeners. Um, but they heard of magnetic water to be used. It was too good to be true. They wanted the science. Um, so I spent the last two or three years basically explaining to them how it works, trying to get as much science together as possible. And there's a lot of science, which I can share with you. And just um, looking at the benefits. And so the results, blue ball, it's far bigger. So if when you're using your plant surgeon, you're, do you put in sort of baby plants? Do you, do you have like, do you start with plugs or starter plants? I plant everything from seed. Oh wow! Okay, so so you should be able to notice this in my not any more spectacular standard rainwater, but but there's but there's more plants that germinate. None of the plants die. So germination, the dry weight is better. The, but it's after germination that the plants really you really begin to see the difference of stem height, foliage. Much with the germination, except more plants will actually thrive and you get a better crop. Um, all coming, and then the, the then the flowering will eventually get more yield um, because you're getting more flowers, basically. So you're going to get more fruit. Um, and and so we then launched a, a prototype, which was a metal one, um, just to give to people to see what they think or what they thought. So a year or two down the road, we had enough evidence from people saying this. Uh, we made a mold for a so that plant surge you've got which i can't see because it's got some funny little thing um, that's basically made with ocean recycled plastic yep and, and it's incredible because it uses no power in a lifetime it there's just it's no maintenance at all so you can just put on a pipe and leave it forever you don't even have to touch it it's 100 weatherproof i have a question hmm. yes of course so Vanessa really loves to plant her stuff in the dirt, and I'm not a big fan of the dirt. Um, so I'm really into hydroponic gardening. Is this something that can yes. be attached to the external uh, feed for a hydroponic? Oh. And they would would it uh, achieve the same situation? Uh, no. no, the thing is with the, with the hydroponics is this will bind more minerals, so it'll come. So if you are using hydroponics, are you mineralizing the water at all? Or, or yeah. Are you mineralizing the water or are you I mean, with uh 
nutrients, just we're doing nutrients. I think we're both doing the same type of hydroponic right mm -hmm. now with the arrow gardens. Okay. I'm messing around with that. So in the water system or do you put it into the into the plant? Into the, uh, into the container itself because it has like a okay. aerator pump and all that good stuff and it moves the water. Okay, cool. Okay. But I'm just trying to study to build yeah. my own hydroponic system. And I was like, oh, I wonder if this would be something that would be helpful, like in well, fantastically well. Yeah. If you if you put it onto the outlet pipe, so <laughs> if you put it to the main pipe, which is the, the last pipe. <laughs> Then it'll work fantastically well. But where you'll really notice the difference is, is your water hard? I think I asked you the question, Lynn. Is it hard or soft? It's hard, isn't it? It depends. She lives up in South Carolina, so it's a little different. My little water different. down here is pretty hard because I'm okay. We're, we're right on. Well, but like I lived in Nevada for 20 years, and that's got some really hard water. Yeah, so. really hard water. Yeah. <laughs> so to me, it's not hard. Say that again about where to put it, because you're you're they, you're breaking up a bit. These these solar flares are messing with the internet real bad. So okay, all right. Um, said, yeah, I think because the outlet pipe is that was that what you said? Yeah, the outlet pipe. So yeah, you you put it on the last pipe that that literally takes the water into the. Cannabis growers that use a lot of cannabis growers, and and what the cannabis growers do, they have to remineralize because they basically use reverse osmosis filtering <laughs> system, and then they have to have a mineralized tank because the reverse osmosis it cleans everything out, takes all the minerals out, so there's no minerals left. So you have to remineralize the water. So the cannabis growers use plant surge on the last pipe, which is so it's actually treating mineralized water. So it's like going to bind, it's going to talk about, if you can hear me, I think one of the problems is I'm not on my ethernet, powerful ethernet at home. I'm yeah. at my daughter's, so I've had to use Wi-Fi because they don't have ethernet. So mm -hmm. maybe the Wi-Fi is dodgy. So um, if, you, if you can't hear me, just just wave and I'll... And I'll uh, um, so We're good so the cannabis growers love it. Yeah, so the cannabis growers, so you've got to use, you've got to magnetize the water where you know you can maximize the benefits of mineral uptake. And so if you imagine uh, the, minute, the minute you run a magnetic field across flowing water, it alters the structure. It's diagonal clustering of the molecule system. And, it, and, it, and you, you actually, because the cluster of molecules uh, are important. The larger the cluster, the harder it is for that water to the cell of the plant, okay? the cluster the easier the water can get so and also so smaller clustering with magnetic fields are critical to hydrate the plant really well because you can you can um you can water and water a plant but if it's the molecules are too large it's not it's not getting to the plant cell so shorten so magnetic fields reduce the cluster size and also increase surface area so minerals can bind and carry more minerals into the root system. So those are the two benefits of structuring the water with magnetic fields. I, I just actually downloaded this photo that you sent. Um, that you sent. Oh, got to talk about. Is this is it Austin, is this Fade Austin? Yeah, I'm just trying oh, to. Wow. Find it. I just had it, and uh, you know, of course, my my. Yeah. Um, the the yeah. It's 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 interesting how the Vida Austin Vida Austins. Um, crystalline photography shows quite clearly what happens when you 
put a plant switch on to tap water or you put a plant switch on to spring water. Um, the structure is incredibly changed. It's completely changed. The minute you put any field onto any water, it changes, changes the structure. Um, so we tend to use structured water as a generic term because it's easier for some people to work with structured water as opposed to magnetic treated water. And um, so, uh, yeah, so that's that's kind of how it's 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 all come about. Um, and the growers we have are absolutely swear that the, it, it, it makes it they show us the benefits. They show us what happens right across the spectrum. Um, I was going to ask you about the, the hard water, actually. We know with the hydroponics, do you notice any uh, lime scale in the water? Don't you use distilled water? Yeah, we actually distill all of our water. Ah, and I'll yeah. tell you, and we have a, a countertop distiller, and it is disgusting. We oh. clean it every couple of days. It's so gross. Oh, I mean, yeah. you guys, could, would not, you couldn't even imagine what could, what's in Unless you distill your own water, you can't even imagine what's in there. It's so yeah. nasty here. Oh, so, my God. Yeah. It's gross. So you, you, you've got to really take everything out. Mm -hmm. Yep. So, so I water, mean, the water that we drink, um, yes. you know, the water going onto our plants is. Well, the water that not. I use in uh, in my arrow gardens, I just use spring water. But okay, uh, and, and and is that and and do you see any lime scale in the spring water? Do we get I little? Don't. Okay, I don't. all right, that's not, fine. Not inside my containers at all, because actually, I just because what <laughs> I was busy <laughs> and uh, life happened and Vanessa and I just thought that we were crazy people and wanted to launch a for-profit business in the middle of a non-profit business while yep. I was trying to work on a job. More, yeah, so we've been busy and then I just got so busy with life that um, I didn't wasn't paying attention to them and they died. So I took oh, all of them apart yesterday and got rid of all of the stuff that was in there and Nothing. There was no scale in there at all. I was actually really impressed considering. That means your water is pretty soft. Yeah, your spring water is pretty soft. Yeah. Yeah. But if you, we, we, yeah, we actually did a trial uh, last year where we had hydroponic plant uh, with uh, water and with, with in a hard area. They used hard water with plant surge. And the, you had to clean the tap water plant literally every week. It got all it got completely gunged up with um, scale and the plant surge treated water with the scale and the gunge actually gave a week. It was cleaner for a week or two weeks longer. So, and, and he did the experiment. I'll send you over in the, um, the photographs of the comparisons on that. That was very interesting. So, you know, we, we, we know it inhibits the scale, um, but the best thing is it, it when you combine the electro magnetic water and then you then if you use organic liquid feed or whatever the best quality feed you can get on your plants bingo, then you just will see the difference there but the, the magnetic water is binding those minerals to get in the plant root system did you find that did you find it austin sense. I, I you know what it's it's I don't know. Is it hiding? I think, really I think Eric, Eric sent it to you, didn't he, uh, the other day? No, I, I have it. I just, right. I, I can't see, like, where it's, where, which where it's saving, in. which is driving me nuts because I, like, it's not showing me where my pictures are in here. 
I mean, no. I mean, I mean, yeah. you, yeah, you guys should have a look at Veda Austin. Go, go and look at their Instagram. It's Veda Austin. When she took the plant surge and then treated up water, the two photographs, the comparative, comparative photographs, were like incredible. Uh, up water eczema, some rash. The treated tap water was amazing with all the different shapes and the stars and the, the amazing images from the, from the restructuring. Um, did Eric say um, the the the, uh, the lightning bolt was it? Was that the one looking for? Where? Mm -mm. I don't think so. Um, no, yeah, she I used plant surge on a. That's okay. Um, but crystalline photography, yeah. But that's all, because it. Uh... It doesn't like to share. I have two monitors and it doesn't like to share the second monitor. So I have to like move it into interesting places. So That's actually, okay. hold on, hold on. You know what? Actually, if I do it this way, watch this. Uh, I don't remember how we did it. This is how we did it. Hold there on. you go. Yeah. Okay. So, and then when I do this and I share it this way. What are you doing? There you go. There we go. Okay, here we go. So, um, so on the left is tap water. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> Sorry. And exactly. And then on the right, it was treated tap water. It's the same water, just plants are just treated it. Completely different structure. Yeah. Different. It's gross. Star in there. There was, and also when she did spring water, when when she, when Veda Austin used spring water, um, it was lightning bolt came up in the re, in the plant surge water that treated it. So it shows it has some incredible water here, and she shows the intelligence of water incredibly. Ice crystalline images, amazing. Um. So, um, hold on. Here's what. Uh, let's go back to us here. Because this is all right. So, uh, what Veda Austin said: these icy crystalline images taken using an electron microscope reveal clearly how plant surge electromagnetic energy can dramatically change the structure of water. Veda Austin shows comparison images of just what happens to tap water molecules when treated with plant surge powerful magnetic fields. The untreated tap water molecules look lifeless, almost toxic and spotty like an eczema rash. In contrast, as soon as plant surge is used to treat the same tap water, the structure changes dramatically, creating molecules that look dynamic, vibrant, and energized with many different Ooh. shapes. Whilst we can't fully explain the meaning of the molecule shapes seen in the images, could this restructuring of the water explain the amazing benefits reported by growers using plant surge? The evidence from scientists backed up with strong anecdotes all point to plant surge structured water offering big benefits. Veda Austin says, child. This image means that the magnets and plant surge restructured the water considerably. Basically, I really like plant surge and it really works. Mm. Oh, that's a, a great review there. Yeah. I just, yeah. Um, I was, will you take this and go out there? Yep. All right. Sorry. My, my son is picking up her husband from work. So 
Um, oh, bless you, bless yeah. you. No, that's right. It's just one one of those things. So uh, uh, don't worry, this is cool. I love I love your podcast. It's it's chilled out. It's good. Yeah, we're we just we do our thing. Um, I want to sh- we we always do a, a segment in the show where I I kind of see what's growing. Uh, so I had some very interesting uh, things that happened <coughs> in the last couple days here. Hold on. <coughs> so first off, we live where we live in the south coast of Georgia. It really doesn't freeze much at all. However, uh, the last couple days, not yesterday, but the day before and the day before that, um, it was very cold. Nobody didn't mm-hmm. uh, it got to the 30, in the 30, 32, 33 Fahrenheit at night, um, which is cold for us. Like that doesn't normally happen until probably February. But, all right. So uh-huh. okay. I, I took a video, everything okay? I'm getting into Taylor's. Okay. All right. He didn't crash my car. No, no, no. That's all I care about. Lost. Fine. That's fine. He can be lost all day as long as he didn't crash my car. I don't give a shit. Okay. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I feel that. Uh, anyway, so, uh, so I was driving home after bringing my kids to school the other day because I don't like let them take my car to, you know, sit at school yeah. all day. Um, so uh, I was coming home and we had frost. We'd had frost the day before and I noticed the strangest thing is I got close to my house. And so then um, I was like, oh, it's going to freeze again tonight. So I'll take video of it tomorrow. So I did. So check this out. Good morning, out. y'all. This is so cool. Whoa. So it's been cold. See the frost oh. on the ground? This is our side yard. This is the part that's not our property, wow. but our side yard. Frost, 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 right? Mm-hmm. Now we're coming up on our property. The frost is dissipating. We've not mm-hmm. been out here. This is just what it looks like. And then once we get here, check this out. Frost is gone. As soon as we get closer to the electroculture, mm-hmm. no more frost. Wow. It's all gone. Ooh. I'm going to go check the plants in the back too. But no frost. That's yeah. incredible. That's fast. That's amazing. Right. And then I went, now I have some, and, and this is really, really cool. I have some uh, tomato seedlings that I planted and I was doing a little experiment. Um, so I planted some, like I planted a, a bunch of pots and I planted some with electroculture antennas and some without, and then it froze two nights in a row. And these seedlings are only two weeks old. So, wow. um, so here's, Here's what happened to that. This is the second day in a row that it's frozen. Look at this. My two-week-old tomato seedlings. Wow. They have a couple cold spots on them. Mm. And there's some water droplets on them. The ground's not cold. I mean, a little bit, but not really. Mm. That coffee tree had a rough time. So did that Cuban oregano. Look at that. See, that's all dying back because it's so cold. Easy. No electroculture in that. This one, with the electroculture antenna, it's just fine. Wow. That's huge. I'm gonna have to bring the coffee trees inside though. That one's really rough. But those are great. No electroculture, electroculture. 
Incredible. Electroculture. Electroculture. And I, I planted the same number of seeds in, in each one of those. Yes. So when I planted them two weeks ago. Um, so, and you can, I mean, you can just obviously see the difference, you know, that one, almost every single one of the seeds came up and then, uh, and then in the one next to it, maybe a quarter of them came up. So incredible. Yeah. And, and we, these are, they're we, twice the size. Get, they're so healthy. Yeah. They didn't get affected by the frost at all. It's amazing. You know, we got the same results from using magnetic water on butter beans. We basically planted two, two sets in tap water. No, I think it was tap water and plant search. And the, it was very similar to your experiment there. The tap water butter beans really struggled because the temperature got quite cold. The, the uh, plant search butter beans were just massive, just thriving. And Charles Dowding, one of the world's biggest no-dig, no-till guru guys, I mean, he's, a, he's an amazing dude if you ever get a chance to follow him. It took me two years to get Charles to accept us to use plant search. He was like, he was, he was like my big fish. I thought if I can get this guy to just, to just to use it. So I spent years, I was giving my olive oil. I was turning up at his farm. I was eventually, he was testing it. He, ref, he wasn't going to say nothing until he tested it. So what he did was he discovered that plant search in winter helped his, his, greens his lettuces is charred because he supplies these green leaves top restaurants around england in winter when the temperature got really low the plant surge watered greens like his lettuce kept growing stronger literally grew stronger in the lord the normal plants the, the growth just stopped and he's absolutely over the moon about it because he needs to keep his crops growing all winter long so he can provide the restaurants with, with his... And so that's... When that happened, he stepped out and then Vader Austin said to him, hey, Charles, why don't you use this plant search because I've done tests on it. So then now, he, if you get a chance to follow the guy, he's, he's an awesome dude of a guy. He uses... Oh, also I went to his farm and I saw loads of electroculture everywhere. Yep promoting it and he said well I, if i promote it they might think i'm a i'm a woo-woo so, you know i'm a woo-woo gardener and stuff like that so he's and so he, but he's, he's promoting plant search at least right yeah but he's big intellectual he's got the place that are that are concentrating the energy a bit like the Norgan energy system like of the reich where you know the energy was captured and so he's really on the leading edge of it but he won't share it all with the public because he's quite well known he's got a a reputation and stuff like that. So a great uh, a great benefit is winter crops under polytunnel in a greenhouse. Use plant surge for all the watering because when the temperature gets that low, it'll keep on growing. Um, and we just think the plants are getting better hydrated, and they're getting more minerals. And the energy, the energetics of the water is quite vibrating, quite a high level. Probably the same as 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 the um, the copper wiring systems, they, they just the vibrational energy system is levels are much higher. So well done for that. That's very exciting. And um, so, yeah, so look, the, 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 the great thing is the, that it, it, it's a combination of using both. And that really works, in my opinion, really more effectively. Not, not If you use plants alone, it's brilliant. 
you'll see better results than either rainwater or tap water. But boy, when you combine the electroculture with the plant surge or the magnetic water, and then you use really good natural organic uh, fertilizing uh, liquids stuff like that, boy, do, do, do your plants really grow, really grow well, really strong. Well, let me show you my uh, my pepper garden, um, oh, which is my, yeah, you tend to be on pepper, yeah. My most flourishing garden right now, although it's starting to obviously it's December, so it's starting to to scale back. You wouldn't know it from some of it, and this is again right after the you know two days of soft freeze that we had. So here's this. All right, so it was pretty cold. It froze that wow. last night, but the night before and the night before that. So I came out to check on my plants, my okra. Look at that, it froze pretty bad. However, these Tabascos, I'm also picking some ripe ones. And look at all these ghost peppers in here. These are the biggest oh, a lot of fruit peppers I've ever seen. I mean, they're gigantic. Cool. Some of these things, and the green ones aren't, I haven't stopped growing yet. The ones that have started to turn colors, like these here. And look at that. It's huge. Good. And these guys. This one, he's still growing. And these things are giant. What am I gonna do with all these ghost peppers? There's so many. I mean, they're all back in here. And this isn't even the primary branch of the ghost peppers. There's more all back in here. And then coming over here, here's the primary ghost pepper tree. Then I've got them all, all through here. So, and growing up over here too. I mean, these things are, everywhere and just gigantic and then i've got habaneros these are habaneros coming back here and they're they're always huge this thing produces huge huge habaneros i gotta find a way to lift it up i think because it's yes it's just a tree like a bush and here, all these, all that's all habaneros down there. This whole thing in here, and all that there, that's all habaneros. That's wild. This thing is huge. Um, yeah. And it looks like my eggplant survived just fine Ooh. with the frost. This is my okra. It's like a pounding, but okra doesn't like hold at all. So now that enclosure um, is twelve feet tall. Wow! Inside, mm. so the okra mm. is fourteen feet tall. Wow! You see that, and I get two and three okra in every juncture where normally on, only one grows. Wow! And, and okra is a tropical fruit because it, in South America, we used to live off okra. Mm -hmm. It's delicious. Of, yeah. I mean, if you curry it, it's a delicious curry. They used to curry it in South America. Mm -hmm. um, and um, it was really nice. Um, I have it with fish as well, like wild fish caught. And they used to put the okra with fish. Delicious. 
Oh yeah. Um, we put over with everything. It's, I mean, it's just, it's another vegetable that you just throw into whatever you're making. So hold on, let me keep going with that. Is that quite a common vegetable in the South there? The okra? Is it quite yeah. Common? Oh yeah. Okra everywhere. Yep. Lots of people. Okra and collard greens. I don't now, like collard greens. I grew them over the, in the spring, but I, they kind of went to waste because I mean, I made one big batch of collards, but that was about it. You don't eat them? Collards? Yeah. No, no, I no. love them. Okay. Yeah, well, I love I, them too. Yeah. But I only like them if you make them vegetarian style. I don't like them when they put all that greasy bacon. I don't. It, no. no do, you, do you chop them up? Do you chop them up quite small and then, um, or do you keep them quite large, the collards? Because they, kind of small. Really, I let yeah. them cook. They cook down. They cook down. They cook yeah. down. They cook forever. And yeah. then yeah, I cut yeah. them down. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyway, nice. and I get chickens on top of the enclosure. See, I can see the chickens. <laughs> so tell me, have you started watering any of these plants with plants? You wouldn't have watered these yet with plants, have you? Because you're the this garden, I have not. So I started my my other garden on the other side, and I'll get to that in a second. I actually attached I attached a plant surge unit to that when I planted the winter garden okay. uh, a couple a couple weeks ago, and then um my birthday, I was rather incapacitated and the fence came down in the garden and all the chickens went in there and ate the entire thing. So I just started over. <laughs> the chickens destroyed the garden. My husband even came in and told me, he's like, you know, the chickens are eating your garden. I was like, yeah, I don't care. So <laughs> anyway. So, oh my God. Yeah. We were having fun. It happens. Anyway, we had a party. It was a good time. Well, that's party. interesting. because You know, I told you about the study on eggplants just recently, 2022. Mm -hmm. Where the scientists, the horticulturalists, they took uh, they used magnetic magnetic water treatment on on um, eggplant uh, aubergine plants. We call them aubergines in England. You call them eggplants there. Mm -hmm. um, must be we're close to France or something. That's why we use the word aubergine. But um, it, it and and they looked at the soil, the the probiotics, the pro the prebiotics and the probiotics and the the bacteria in the soil and um, they found compared comparing to tap water there's a huge difference in the the bacterial the richness of the bacteria and the and the biomass and they basically the magnetic watered eggplants produced bigger start utilized nitrogen a lot more efficiently than the unmagnetic water treated plants and it was phenomenal to get that research that's like little gold dust to us when we can find specifics you know studies so I can send you over that if you'd like. I can send you over. It's good if at least you've got a few of them on file, you know? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And we'll add them to the website whenever I get around to the website. Yeah, the website is really useful. <laughs> in fact, in fact, if you if you look at the Plant Search website, which I'd love you to copy and paste onto yours, mm -hmm. there's there's a there's a page of scientific stuff. One of one of our one of our influencers, an amazing couple, they live in Wales, in Wales, in England, in the UK. And they're big on the science, and he's like an ex. He he's done all the research for us. We we never asked him. He was so excited with the results he got. He delved into the science, and he picked out the twelve most amazing, properly peer-reviewed scientific studies on magnetic water and plants. And they're all on our website. So I'd love you to copy and paste them onto oh, yours. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll send you the link because. Uh, well, I, I set up a yeah. Please do because I'll put a link from from my website to yours, so people can just click directly from one to the other. So that's that's yeah. But, uh, and so I would like to say, yeah. and I would like to connect with you outside yes. of the realm mm -hmm. of the podcast because I think that that would be a great thing to incorporate at the farm at yeah. the farm, and then to have that science. Link yes, absolutely. Oh, man, yes, I mean, I mean, in fact, it, 
Yeah. Yeah, I'm happy to do that. You guys connect with me anytime, and uh, um, and and uh, I'll send you my. Well, you've got. I can send you my my phone number. I phone mm -hmm. America. I phone American growers a lot. I spend a lot of my time contacting growers in America, especially farmers, because in in England in winter it's a nightmare because all everybody retreats indoors. And, and they stop using plant storage because many of them don't have greenhouses or polytunnels. So they retreat and stay depressed, <laughs> depressed for three months before they can get back out again, you know? Oh, yeah, no, well, we, don't, we don't. I stop. can relate to that. I lived in, C I lived in Washington State. For oh, my gosh. Outside, yes. in, right outside of Seattle. And I can tell you, nine months a year, it is awful. It is great. Yeah, it is I agree, great. 100%. <laughs> No, I but agree with you completely. I understand yeah. that. Not wanting to leave the house. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let me let me, uh, let me let's finish uh, watching this this video here about the the pepper garden because there's a little bit more. Love. So. Hmm. Well, peppers are still going so strong. In December, it was December first, and I'm picking Tabascos and looking at giant ghost peppers. Speaking of peppers, let's go check out my Carolina Reapers over here. Ooh, See now, Carolina Reapers. the other ones are right next to the primary electroculture structure, the inside of the Fibonacci sequence. And you can see the difference in size, which I'm fine with because Carolina Reapers are incredibly hot and there's still some growing and budding on here. I picked the green, all the green peppers before the freeze. So I have a whole bag full of green peppers in my refrigerator right now. And I think I'm basically just gonna cut down this okra. Well, maybe not. I mean, there's some dying leaves, but I mean, it's 70 degrees out today. So we'll see. I think it's almost time to top the peppers though, or winter overwinter the peppers. Oh, looks like I missed one back here. That's okay. That'll still grow a bit longer. But we'll cut the peppers back to overwinter them in a couple weeks. I'll show you how, how to do that. But yeah, those peppers are just crazy. So I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to incorporate the, um, the plant surge into this garden. Yes. Um, because in the back of that garden where those the half things are where I can put the polytunnel. That's yes. where I grow all the green Swiss chards and, you know, lettuce oh, okay. and things like that. Um, okay. And I I just got to put netting. I mean, I don't really have to put a polytunnel over them. I just have to put netting yeah. over them to keep netting them. Netting over, yeah. And can, can you, and, and can you run a, can you run a comparison test? Because, mm -hmm. because it's, I know you don't need convincing, but a lot of, a lot of growers, they, because it's too good to be true until they see it themselves, you go, oh my gosh, that's, that can't be happening. It's not real. Well, it is real, guys, because you're connecting the because there's nothing else changed. There's no other variables except you've added magnetic water. So, but it's also great for you because you can actually there's some, nothing more better than seeing something that you directly compared and you can see the results right in front of you. Because because if you just water your whole farm with magnetic water, as many growers have done in England, and then there's suddenly a year later, saying, well, I didn't see any difference. Everything's growing really well, so you know I love them to go. Yeah, I noticed a difference. I saw that growing bigger than that. You know, 
Well, I did that to Vanessa when she told me about the electroculture and I looked at her like she was a crazy person. I was yes. like, prove it to me. <laughs> yep. and that, but that's how I am with everything. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, prove it to me. Show I want it because I want to see the science behind 100%. it. I want to see how it works. And I'm and once she I mean, it only took it only took a couple months where I was like thoroughly convinced that, OK, she's not a crazy person. Yeah. Uh, I mean, not in that way. And uh, so and, well, we're, all, I, well, we're all kind of crazy in terms of what we do with our lives. And absolutely. I think process, absolutely you know? because, and I don't know. We're not crazy. She's not like a crazy gardener. <laughs> passionate about her work that is what i yes. tell people is it just yes. like i'm passionate about working with kids and animals she's passionate about feeding us good food yes. exactly and mm -hmm. so this is this is the winter garden that i'm going to that i've got to rebuild so um this is the one that the chickens tore apart so i have uh, basically fresh ground this garden is still destroyed after the chickens tore through it on my birthday oh, while i was <laughs> incapacitated but that's okay um, we are going to be taking all of this down, uh, the trellises, everything, reconfiguring the whole thing. And this is going to be our plant surge electroculture garden. So we're going to incorporate plant surge, which essentially magnetizes the water and works very similarly to electroculture, um, but from the water level instead of just the soil and the air level. So now you're covering all your bases soil and air with the electroculture and you're watering with the plant surge mm -hmm. and i can't wait to see what it does so over the next couple of weeks or the beginning of the year probably um well i'm going to be reconfiguring this entire garden i do want to get in and plant a couple things like asap and i need to harvest those herbs back there replant the carrots and uh maybe transplant some of the tomatoes in here, but, and redo the electroculture. So uh, in a different configuration. So this whole thing will take me a couple days. I got to take it all apart and put it back together. Ooh. But I'm really excited for this one. So I build my electroculture gardens in using sacred geometry. That's, that's uh, what I do primarily. Okay differently from everybody else so yes. um so the the pepper garden when i said you know those peppers the mm -hmm. the tabasco and the ghost peppers were the in the tightest part of the fibonacci sequence so what i did is i took both those gardens are 20 by 20 mm -hmm. 20 feet by 20 feet yeah. and i i gridded them out on the bottom with copper um i took a a picture of a fibonacci mm -hmm. sequence two-dimensionally and i mm -hmm. gridded it out that way so you know one by one and three by three mm -hmm. and squares going around and yeah. i planted the antennas at each juncture of the squares mm -hmm. so it mm -hmm. formed a spiral and then i connected them with a thicker gauge copper wire going all the way around the top okay. and i planted and i i hold them in place with i put them pretty deep into the soil but then i also put them i put concrete you know open concrete okay. blocks around them um, so that it builds its own little, I can put like herbs and stuff in there and then it'll build a, a bed in the center of it as well. Yes. Um, and uh, so the pepper gardens, a Fibonacci sequence, and so is the front one. Um, okay. But that one, I think I'm going to redo into, I don't know, maybe the beginning part of like Metatron's cube. So mm -hmm. the, the base layer of that, just to change the frequency again of the environment mm -hmm. Uh, the Fibonacci sequence being a spiral is a, a more mm -hmm. feminine energy where the yes. Metatron 
cube where it's built more well, yeah, trying, yeah, yeah. Is, is more masculine energy. So I want to combine yes. the two to see how that changes it. Okay. You create, so. I was going to ask you, when you're doing this amazing piece of garden to be working with for testing, mm -hmm. could you create a bed with no electroculture and no magnetic water? Just mm -hmm. one bed. Uh, yeah. And then, because then, then we can then we can then it's great content for a video. I'm working with uh, persons doing them, and then I know because I've been working with this product for five years. The product, I know it'll make a difference without the electroculture, but with the electroculture, and if you create a bed with with just nothing except the water that you normally use. Obviously, the obviously well you can do you can do the, the I guess no electroculture, no plant surge. Uh, is that going to be okay? Can you can you do that? Yeah. Actually, I have the the perfect space for that. I have a, a what used to be my duck enclosure, but I turned it into a sweet potato garden. The sweet potatoes okay. are almost ready to pick. It has one antenna in them. I was tracking the difference. Okay. I just put the antenna in there a couple weeks ago because the yes. sweet potatoes were dying back, but they weren't ready to to pick yet. Yeah. Um. So okay. and it made a huge difference and it created all this new growth. But when yes. I pull yes. all the sweet potatoes, I'll pull the antenna as well. So okay. I'll show you that okay. real quick. If you, because, yeah, because if, if you could, um, okay, in a minute we'll talk. I'm going to leave a bit longer because it was the last one that I planted and I just put the electroculture antenna in. So we had that hard freeze for, well, not really hard freeze, soft freeze for a couple of days, two days, um, two nights it got to in the thirties and now it's nice and warm again. So I'm going to leave this and let it continue to grow. I still have that new growth. Some of the leaves are turning yellow, obviously in here, but I think the potatoes are still growing underneath. So. Ooh, we're going to let this sorry. go for a while yet before we come in and start harvesting potatoes. So that's time it gets cold. I'll come in and harvest the that's, potatoes. That's cool. Here. I like good space. Yeah. And that's, it's separate. Um, it's on the other side of the chicken enclosure. So it's far enough away from the electroculture and it's a completely separate garden. So I can put whatever I want in there. And yeah, if you, yeah, if, you could, if you could make the plants identical, try and yeah. uh, everything change, but the plants are so you got so if it's sweet potatoes, do the do the experiment potatoes or look, I love the Carolina Reapers, by the way. My gosh. Wow, that's a that's a brutal pepper to have in your garden. Oof, I love it. It is. It I so I make uh I make an amazing I make a three. Oh, so you make a pepper sauce out of it, right? I, well, I make a pepper wow. spice. So, um, and I put it, I haven't used the reapers in it yet. Uh, I generally pickle wow. the reapers and I'll pick yeah. most of the ghost peppers, but I take the Tabascos, the habaneros, I also grow jalapenos and, wow. um, and then uh, one ghost pepper and I, I dehydrate them and I grind them all down. And then it's, you know, half that and half pink Himalayan. Wow. That's a brutal that on wow. everything my son <laughs> loves it he keeps yes. it on his desk <laughs> yes. yes in his room because he yeah. puts it on everything now he's like you tell vanessa she did a good job with this shit yeah <laughs> marley, you, you obviously saw my grandson marley he's the only one in the family that likes eat hot hot things. Peppers, literally and he's only eight years of age but uh Ooh. you know you, you know you get these uh uh very popular over here mexican food you get mm -hmm. them in little bottles of and he loves the habanero, but I brought, I have never, I dared give him the reapers because I think they just, wow, forget it. I but actually like the reapers. Do reapers you, are really, really, really. Do you just eat it? I mean, can, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. So it's, it's, it's really hot. So, yeah. um, It'll be a really cool experiment. I, I look forward to that. Um, 
because then you can really show the, 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 the you know the guy when you're doing a podcast hey look at this and you can monitor it you know so have see. you have you looked at the effects of magnetic water on small farm animals well no we haven't but we have on pets and we have on guinea pigs okay <laughs> you know, guinea pigs and we have on dogs and cats and essentially this is a great experiment if you have a dog um you set up two bowls or chickens. Yeah, chickens. Now, chickens are interesting. I got a guy, that, the chicken farmer, and he says the chickens go for the magnetic water. That's that's what I'm, I'm looking so at. You set up two bowls. It's interesting. It's like the chickens begin to they start to go for both. And then, then a couple of days later, they're just ignoring the tap water and they're going for the magnetic water. So, yeah. yeah. And we've seen it with cats, with cats and dogs. And it's like... You give, if you put a, a bowl and put margarine in it and a bowl and put butter in it, not a single mouse or a rat will go to the margarine because mm -hmm. it's synthetic crap. Mm -hmm. Real stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Animals know. They know intrinsically what's good for them. Humans do know, but they switch off their intuition. They switch off their intuition. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking the magnetized water tastes better, me being anti water. I'm just. Yeah. I'm just saying, I, be, I bet you it does taste better and cleaner and fresher. That's probably it, it is cleaner, it's more energized, and it's slightly slightly more alkaline. So when you get a little bit more alkalinity, it, it's, a, it's a softer, smoother taste. Um, mm -hmm. And it's Maybe. probably quite healthy. I've actually got it on my tap. Actually, I've got it on a filter. I've got it on my filter tap. So I've got this little spout tap, and it's filtered on there. So, oh, look at your doggy. Energy. Look at that doggy. That's Seamus, our Irish wolfhound. Oh, and, and what about the other? Oh, look, these dogs are huge. Yeah, she's Jeez. 75 pounds. He's 225 pounds. Um, wow. There's awesome. no fat on them. I make all their food. I just switched them over. So Fully, uh, yay. Yeah, fully. But he's she's going into heat, so he's just licking and drooling. That's it. It's all Everywhere. he does right now is lick and drool. Um, it's just gross. Oh, that's so cool. That's so cool. Have you got... Um, have you got? I, I see you got a website. I saw you have a, a kind of plant search. That's interesting. That's exciting. You got a plant search link on there. Yeah, on, it's uh, on the bottom. It says ten percent. Then it says plant search at yeah. Freedom Plant Search. Oh wow! You got it on the website already. Yep, freedomplantsurge.com. So it brings us straight to it's our affiliate link for Plant Surge. Uh, so you guys get ten percent off uh, Plant Surge at freedomplantsurge.com. That's really good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'd love to promote, I'll start promoting you a bit because, um, you know, I've only just kind of been introduced to you. So I love to grab guys and, and promote them, you know, actually put them through, promote you through our own Instagram and our own social media. I, I love I it. I love it. Uh, love it. Is, yeah. that, is it possible we can integrate yeah. the farm on this? Yeah. That'd be yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Okay. Because we also have a nonprofit um, where, oh, wow, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, that she's, she's the president or founder. You're the boss of the nonprofit, right? She's the boss of the nonprofit. Correct. Yeah. Which is Mama H's farm for better tomorrow. She being yes. Mama H where yes. we work with veterans with PTSD, children transitioning out of foster care, survivors of abuse, right. uh, to, you know, help them, give them a helping hand up, you know, help them be self-sufficient, self-reliant, um, yes. It, not dependent on on anyone anymore. Just and to, focus on my my big focus focus is on uh, the benefits of animal therapy and mm -hmm. self sustainable living to create 
okay. your best, most independent self. Yes. So, so we're, we are trying Amazing. to raise money to get land to start our bioregenerative farm wow. um, where we will grow all of our food uh, to help yeah. you know the people stay in. And this is all her fault, be by the way. Yeah. It's, yeah. It is not. It's, <laughs> no, this all started because she wanted a cow. <laughs> I wanted a mini cow. I wanted <laughs> My husband, my husband and I have wanted a farm for a while, and I've always wanted to figure out a way to work with survivors of abuse. And, yeah. and you know, it touches every demographic of people. It does not matter. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, it. a lot of these kids, not, not every kid coming out of foster care is academically gifted or lucky enough to be going to college or whatever, and they don't have programs for those kids. The kids that aren't going off to college, they don't really have any programs to help get them, you know, yeah, be able to sustain themselves when they, when they transition out. I didn't know if I actually recently found this out. You can, uh, kids are in foster, can be in foster care until they're 21 years old. They can be adopted until they're 21 years old. I had no idea that was big information for me. And I'm like, well, what about the kids between 18 and, you know, I'm just going to say young adults between 18 and 25. Mm -hmm. I said, mm -hmm. I said, what, what kind of programs do you guys have for them? And they're mm -hmm. like, Oh, we don't have anything. I was like, so, yeah. So how does that work? So for me, these mm -hmm. are the those are the kids that are, you know, falling through the cracks. Those are the kids that are being sex trafficked. Those yes. are the kids yeah. that are falling into drug addiction and selling their body in order to have yeah. a place to stay and something to eat. Because the so, last place they want to be when they turn 18 is in a group home. Is in a group home. You know, they yeah, they, of course. They're, on, they're independent, but they don't know how to survive. But they don't know how to survive. And I want to yeah. offer yeah. um, I want to teach them the benefits of self-sustainable living. And I'm going to be building yeah. uh, tiny houses. Uh, right, right. Nice. Shed conversions are huge here. I know they mm -hmm. are over um, on the other side yes. of the world as well, because I follow yes, a ton yes. of those tiny house pages. So that's what I want to teach them. But not just do I want to teach them how to do the farming part and the animal therapy part. I also want to teach them how to build their own tiny mm -hmm. houses. Mm -hmm. Like so when they transition mm -hmm. out of here, they they can be like, hey, you know what? I know that I can do this. And I yes. just try to teach people how they can be independent and feel good about themselves and not be an asshole. And yeah, well, it's, that, it's, that, yeah, it's also that sense of achievement, isn't it? But there's the sense of achievement. Well, and that's in mental health, right? In in mental health in general, it's all a matter of, you know, your trauma has called caused all these insecurities and, yes. and yes. lack of self-esteem and, you know, self-harm and self-hate. But once you, I tell everybody, I was like, once you realize that you can do it all on your yeah. own, like yeah. I mean, you can do it. You can be your own independent person. Like you don't have to be with somebody because you need something from them. Mm -hmm. I said, I think mm -hmm. once you heal and you realize that you can take care of yourself, you elevate your company and you improve the type of people that you have around sure. you and how, yeah. how they treat Absolutely. you. So, so yeah. through mental health healing, through the benefits of animal therapy and sustaining global living practices, when they go out into the world, if they do get into a relationship, it's not going to be out of need. It's going to be out of Real well, desire. They'll feel, they'll, they'll feel more empowered. It's empowering right. them, isn't it? Right. That's, that's Absolutely. That, that's exactly my point. Because how many kids go from being in, you know, abusive homes into foster care, into domestic violence relationships and yeah. all of these other things. And we, because they just don't know how else to accept love, right? Yeah. They don't know. They don't know what healthy love looks like. And, and a lot mm. of people, even my age, don't even know what healthy love looks like because they haven't been able to mm. address their own PTSD or 
whatever they have going on. But it's it's a big deal, I think. And I think these kids, not enough people are teaching them that. They just keep teaching them that they have to go to school, they have to do this. But not everybody's academically gifted. Like, not everybody is book smart. There are so many people out there that are hugely, hugely talented, and it has nothing to do with a book. They can be mechanically inclined, you know. Mm -hmm. I don't have it have a degree and i've I've worked for the pharmaceutical industry for the last 25 years that's why i was kind of laughing when you when you were talking earlier because i am anti-pharmaceuticals altogether i actually quit the pharmaceutical industry this year because i was so over it but i've been bitching about this for years about how the preservatives in our food because i used to be extremely overweight and the preservatives in our food diminish and the processed foods to diminish the nutritional value that's in it and guess what everything that's processed and easy and convenient can go in the microwave. If it goes in the microwave, you're basically killing all the nutritional value in it. In the first I've never had a microwave. Not a microwave. I hate them. I hate them. Everybody right. thinks I'm crazy. I'm like, I hate them. My food doesn't even taste no, good when it comes no, to I, I, I would I wouldn't know how to turn it on. I've never cooked in microwave cooking ever in my life because it's it's not cooking. Well, by having <laughs> decreased good. nutritional value, your body is still craving what it needs. So you, you eat more. more. So you're Okay, A, preservatives that are put in food are made by pharmaceutical companies. And those companies buy those preservatives from the pharmaceutical companies. Yes. And then those companies, since it's delayed or decreased nutritional value, are now mm-hmm. making double, if not triple times the amount of money that would make if they had an actually nutritious meal. And therefore, people are having to eat more because they're not getting the nutrients they need. And that has created an obese America. I'm sorry. Yes. And they're getting sick and they're and dependent they're on sick, big pharma And then they're dependent pills. on big pharma for whatever mm-hmm. bullshit they want to put in their body. It's hundred so, percent. Well, it's interesting because, yeah. And, and you know, I just came back from South of France uh, just a few days ago. And I, we, we, in the South of France, they have a policy. You didn't see anything imported, literally fresh, anything that was fresh. There was an inland. Oh my God. Today is a disaster. If I want organic vegetables, I can't find them. What I'll find is, say, if you take the string beans, I'll find a whole row of string beans. And the first lot's from Peru. The second lot is from Morocco. The third lot is from, well, we can't where's ours? string beans from England. Yeah, where's English? I mean, where's ours? I'm not xenophobic, but, you know, if, if I'm looking at a Peru string bean, well, I don't maybe. know, how, well, I don't know how, how long that's been uh, picked, who right? picked it. Well, there's no for, there's no warning saying this there's pesticides and herbicides used in this. Right. It, doesn't, or, it doesn't tell you that it's been preserved. It doesn't tell you how long it's been since it was picked from its origin. We're paying yeah. all of this excess money for preservatives and for shipping something that we could grow in our yard. Well, well, I, yeah, think, I grow them in my kitchen. Like I don't yeah. even I don't because I don't have a lot of yard space, space mm-hmm. for me to be having a big yeah. garden, yeah. and I'm yeah. still working on my. Uh, raised planter boxes i spend all my time over here doing her stuff <laughs> i don't do nothing at home so I think, yeah i think personal experience helps a lot because when i was a 10 year old kid i came across from south america on a banana boat literally and the first stop from south america was jamaica right so when you're talking about the blue mountains and, and yep you know we i kind of did the whole thing but as a 10 year old the bananas were coming onto the boat um and there was like this was a this was a banana ship, right? But there were some cabins that my dad. It was just a cheaper option for him to come across the Atlantic in a banana boat. But anyway, um, so I would go down into the hold 
And the guys would say to me, hey, guys, you can't go down there right now. And I said, well, why not? He said, because there's some nasty chemicals being fed on the bananas to stop them from getting ripe. And I went, well, what, what, what do you mean chemicals? What, what, what? Because when we arrive in, in the docks in England, those bananas cannot afford to be ripe. They have to. So we use both. Yep. Yep. Minute. What do you, this is back in the 60s. You imagine that was going on in the 60s. But when I saw it, I thought, you know, screw it. I'm never eating another banana. I've never eaten another banana since that day because I, I just figured, no, I haven't. I'm like, my kids say, hey, granddad, why didn't you eat bananas? I said, oh, I don't know. I got a phobia about it because when I was 10 years old, I saw it being sprayed. Unless I can grow my own bananas or rely on you as a trusted organic grower, I ain't buying a banana and eating it because they're all sprayed, even today. Yep. So. Yep. You know this, and and but I think it's lovely. It's phenomenal what you're doing with, with you know, the issues of mental health. Uh, because I found that if because uh, um, I have a lot of experience of treating uh, as a clinical nutritionist, treating you Absolutely. know people with these issues, and I look at the brain biochemistry. My specialty field is is looking at the brain nutrients, the nutrient profile of someone's brain. It's a complicated business, but I found that if I get us, you know, if I'm working with a client. I, from a non-medical, I have to say I'm not a doctor, so I have right. to disclaimers in, right? But and that's fine. And then I work with the the, 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 the the person's doctor, whatever. But if if you take someone who who you've got needs more self empowerment, and you just give them responsibility of looking after a dog for half a day, right? Suddenly, they they have to take responsibility for this animal, and they go, oh. Then they think. Then suddenly. They've got more self-esteem because they're looking after the animal and it's not dying on them and they're feeling happy. The dog's really happy. And that's simple. And the dog gives them unconditional love. Yeah, exactly. So you just take someone uh, with the kind of project you have in mind and just in, just get some animals there and make one, one person responsible for that dog. Changes mm -hmm. their whole perspective. They become a different person. Yeah. Yes, we, Vanessa and I discussed that. She's like, Heather, you know as soon as we get, because I really, I used to do St. Bernard Rescue. Um, for many uh -huh. years, I'm a big fan. Uh, I have I have a couple of Great Danes that I rescued. I have a plot helm that I adopted when she was a puppy in North Carolina. Like I have, I'm a big fan of rescue, but that's because yeah. I'm a big fan of emotional support animals. So I was yeah. telling Vanessa, I was like, I can't wait. I really want to get the farm in Tennessee, but you know what? I'm at this point, I'm pretty much open to anything. Um, uh, she, yeah. I was telling her, I was like, you know, I definitely want to make sure that we're partnering with the local rescues and the local animal shelters. Yeah. And she's like, Heather, come on, let's just be real. You know, you and I are going to go to every rescue and every animal shelter in within the, you know, like however many mile area. She's like, mm -hmm. we're going to clean out mm -hmm. every single one of we're them and take them back. Out and we're going to take them home. I was like, you know what? Yeah, absolutely right. Because I think that is, I mean, First of all, I think animals like children, mm -hmm. you know, we don't, when animals are abused, it's just like when children are abused, they don't mm -hmm. learn to love you less. They learn to love themselves less and yes. accept more Absolutely. and more abuse. So yes. I think that, you know, why not? Like, why can't we just give these animals and these kids and these survivors of domestic violence and veterans with PTSD, why can't everybody just have their own pet? I don't care what it is. I don't care if you want an, I'm going to have an emotional support cow. I don't care if you want an emotional support, whatever, as long my as my husband has a eat. whole flock of emotional support chickens. He does. Um, <laughs> I don't, you know, we have, oh, and that's so like, cool. yeah, we have that's all so that. Cool. As long as it doesn't eat our other animals, dude, we're cool. Well, I can't, and guys, I can't wait for you to try the chicken experiment with two, yeah. two things of water that, that, that you're, mind you, your, your filtered water is probably pretty good because it's clean of, 
is you know cleanses all heavy metals but just try that experiment i'd love to get your feedback and oh, see I will. absolutely yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah i'm excited um i i want to put it in the duck pool too oh absolutely yeah oh that might help with that yeah yeah and, yeah. 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 and like when, when you when you get your project together by the way come back to me and i'll and i'll, I'll send you some plans search cool oh, perfect uh, you know for obviously for your new project and mm -hmm. uh, Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, wait. Oh, that's definitely something. Yeah. That's why I was asking. I was like, I definitely would like to continue because I think that idea is great. Again, it promotes the self-sustainability. Yes. And it yes. just creates awareness. Like so many people are under the impression that it's impossible to grow vegetables. And I got to tell you, Vanessa and I are both the type of people who she's the only person, other person I know besides myself that worked from the bottom all the way up and had this like insane career. We're working 80, 60, 80, 90 hours a week, if not more, mm -hmm. you know, and walked away. We're just done. Like I'm just, just done away. with it. We're just done with it. And she's like, I just want to grow some vegetables. And I was like, all right, cool. Let's yep. make it happen. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's a big thing. It's, I mean, it's a big life change for everybody, but it's also more like Vanessa, Vanessa sent me this great little blurb that she put on the internet when she was promoting our like, giving Tuesday form. And she's like, put, as my mom says, me and Heather are trying to save the world one person at a time. And that is so true. Cause yeah, I absolutely. just raise yeah. awareness of what the benefits of everything, the, just the benefits of growing your own food. You know how rewarding that was for me when I was able to pick my own lettuce mm -hmm. every day for a salad. It felt amazing. I mean, oh, phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. Like not everybody in my house, eats lettuce but whatever that's fine the ones of us who did we really enjoyed having a fresh salad every day and well, that yeah really i mean it's how I felt too yeah yep. and i feel like for instance when the, i said i went to france france i was going to say that so we we had a meal one day which was uh we went to local cheese makers sheep and, and goat uh sheep uh or cheap very close by and we got six different cheeses and we oh. thought well what are we going to do oh let's have a supper just with cheese right mm. well we, he's in his garden he grows organically with the plant surge water these huge lettuces so we all we did we got a lettuce chopped it up lovely um his own olive oil uh, and his own vinegar and all sorts of stuff and that was that was that was the dish the, the, the lettuce we had six different cheeses with our homemade bread gluten-free sourdough oh my god never had a more phenomenal meal i i left the table I had no i had no like if you have heavy carbs you just want to fall asleep <laughs> I, was, yep. I was like because because interesting if you know what what happens when you eat certain foods i think it's important for the person to know what the effect of that food's going to be so if you're driving down a motorway or a, an auto route or whatever it is you don't have a high carb meal before you set off because sure enough an hour down that motorway you're going to get tired and sleepy mm -hmm. and so what you do is you just have some proteins and some vegetables or some or some some fats um, like cheese, but good quality, organic, unpasteurized, by the way. And yes. so, and I thought, wow, I've never had a cheese supper, just a cheese supper. I, I could do that. And brilliant after it. Yeah. Yeah, I know it's crazy, right? But if you I think, but if you think when, when, you, when, when you make energy, if you eat fats like cheese, they come into the electron transport system below where carbs come in. So carbs mm -hmm. at the top, glycogen, glucose. Put in some ketones, some fats, healthy fats in there, and it enters the cycle lower down, and you don't get any of that that sugar hit and, and that blood it's sugar spiking. It's amazing. So you've got to be intelligent about food. But I learned that from the French. I've learned a lot of my knowledge from the way the French eat, and it's brilliant. 
So on France, guys, if you can. <laughs> Actually, when I was growing up, the, the lady that lived next door to us, um, she moved in when I was, I don't know, maybe a year or two after we moved there. And, uh, and she had, you know, two kids. We lived next door to each other for probably 10 years before my mom got remarried and we moved away. But uh, it, just to the next town over, though. So we always maintain a friendship with her. And we called her French Annie. She's from the south of France. Um, and she actually, when she was in her 20s, she moved to Scotland to Ooh. teach French in Scotland. So she learned English with a Scottish accent. So she came over here and she spoke English, Scottish, with a French accent. <laughs> That's hilarious. And it was the most, just the, I mean, listening. So I, I basically spent 10 years teaching her how to speak, right? right. And she was always like, correct my grammar. And since I was learning grammar at the same time, I'm correcting her grammar and, you know, teaching her how to speak. But we yeah. would go over there at, for, for dinner all the time and she would cook the most amazing food i mean she would go to you know she she'd go travel to the shore which wasn't it was maybe in connecticut nothing's very far away you know it takes 45 minutes to drive one way across the straight state an hour and a half to drive the other way across the state it's not very far so she'd go down to the shore and she'd go to like a fish market and she'd get the fish heads and she would make stock. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. And then she'd make this salmon stew. And it was just yeah. absolutely phenomenal with all this fresh fish. Um, you know, and and her her big thing was always she was trying to find raw milk. Well, that's illegal in the United States. Mm, mm. You are not in allowed France, to sell not raw to see in France, it's not human yeah. consumption. Yep. And that really made her mad because she's like, What are you talking about? How is raw milk illegal? Nope, nope, you're yeah. not allowed to drink raw milk. You some people will sell it uh for your animals, like you can feed it yes. to your animals, but you're not allowed to drink it yourselves because yeah. We're not actually free here in the U.S. That's that's just a facade. Like I, mm. I told my, my children, I said we live in a we live in a gilded cage on satin sheets. Yeah, sure. You know, Absolutely. So, yeah. You know, my, no, I agree with you about the raw raw and pasteurized because uh, twenty years ago in England you could get you can still get it today, but and you can't just walk to the farmers. I used to go to the farm uh, a bottle of milk and it was unpasteurized. You can't do that today. So, again, it, if you look at, uh, uh, at what's going on, anything that they buy, uh, I take a close look at and think I'll buy that because because when they start into foods that they're banning or supplements they're banning, they're banning all the natural antiparasitics here in England because yes. they know there's a very strong link with cancer and parasites. Yes, very strong yeah. link. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. yes. So anything, anything that destroys parasites, anything that destroys parasites naturally. Not talking about powerful medication, but natural antiparasitics. They don't want you to take because you're going to get better. You know. You know. You know. Produced. You know. So, so whenever they ban something, I go and look at it and think, you know what. That's rubbish. I'll go and just buy oh, it's that. Because they, it's because they realize that it's going to take money out of their pocket. You have no Absolutely. idea how ridiculous yes. that is. My, my uh, our 11-year-old woke up this morning. He had a bit of a sore throat yesterday, and he woke up. He was very sniffly this morning. Mm -hmm. Very, you Join know, and his face was swollen, and he was like, Mom, I don't feel good. And I was like, all right. So I gave him, actually, last night when he, when he said he wasn't feeling good, I gave him a dollop of ivermectin, and they don't even know it. I just pour honey on top of it, and I hand, mm -hmm. give it to him on a spoon, and they just think they're taking a shot of honey, but there's ivermectin mm -hmm. in it. 
So, because the horse paste tastes like shit. Um, so I think I you need put, to give that to me. Today before it's I, okay. Yeah. I put it in honey and it's fine. You know, and I made him some herbal tea and, and I gave him that. And then this morning, which told me the ivermectin was working, he was all snuffly, right? Oh, yes. Oh, and yes. so I gave him some, uh, I gave him a shot of uh, chlorine dioxide CD, which is also mm-hmm. basically. Well, that's not powerful, man. That's great. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, then I, and I gave him a shot of wild oregano oil. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, in that's even better. That's exactly. even better. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, yeah. all right. So, and, and then he was like, and, but it was on a, on an empty stomach. And he was like, oh, mom, you know, I feel like I'm going to throw up. And I was like, okay, here's eat a muffin. You know, I had yeah. some the muffins that I made, I was like, eat yeah. a muffin. And he ate a muffin. I was like, cause that's really, I just gave you a bunch of really strong medicine. It's all natural, it's, but it's that's really strong. strong. Empty stomach for sure. Yeah. I'd, and, I'd struggle with that too. and and he ate the muffin. Then like 10 minutes later, I was like, how do you feel? He's like, I feel great. I said, good, go unload the dishwasher. <laughs> Wash your hands first. And, cause it's, it's, it's I mean, it's really that fast, you know, especially with the, the CD and the wild oregano oil. It's, Absolutely. hundred percent. I just got yes. that. I just got my, uh, the oregano oil. Mm-hmm. In I have I totally plan on starting it. I'm also looking doing like the it's research hot. on the different. It scent- tastes it, like it's really it. It makes you warm, really warming. Like heats up your chest. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. But I'm also looking for. I want to do some more research to find out which one of our essential oils that is good for uh, helping with the upper respiratory. Mullen leaf, which I actually got new mullen leaf seeds and I'm going to start growing that in pots, which it's hard. And I heard ginger is really good. Ginger is really that. good. Because um, I need to do something for DJ. I have a ton like, of ginger so, so we bad. can do that. And yeah, uh, the anti-inflammatory is really, if that's, if that's yes, inflammation in the respiratory tract mm-hmm. is causing the issue. Yeah. I mean, it's there's some great, I mean, turmeric, you know, turmeric is a, you know, turmeric is great if you mix it in with with some other things. Yeah, um, but uh, no, that's really great, guys. So look, um, I'm probably gonna have to go and look after the grandchildren now. Do you want me to stay? To, this I'm, I'm happy to stay late if you want. But I know the I know the mum and dad have gone out, and <laughs> and I and I know that she doesn't want them watching uh, playing games at this time of night. They had a sleepover last night, which kind of knocked them out because they only got four hours sleep. So, but I, I, I if you don't mind, then I'm just wonderful being here with you guys and. Uh, Great talking to you. Yes, thank you so much, James. So, y'all, don't forget uh, go to uh, go to freedom You get ten percent off. It's coming up on the bottom here. So plant you get a Wonderful. plant surge unit. Uh, great for great for Christmas gifts. And I have all three going right here on the bottom, right? So freedom You get ten percent off. You combine that with the electroculture, you get twenty percent off with promo code Wolfpack just for you guys. And then of course you need seeds to grow with it. And our seed provider is giving 40% off right now through the end of the year at survival-essentials.com with promo code defiant. So get all it's like it's your how how to grow everything pack all in one. Your all your food's gonna grow insane. I, I was joking with my husband. I said, you know, when I put plant surge, when I put the magnetic water in the pepper and ochre garden, I'm gonna need a bigger ladder to You're gonna have to have a bigger ladder for sure. <laughs> but you know also it's so easy to fit. Have you fitted it? It was pretty easy for me to fit on. And to- mm-hmm. Yeah. But oh, that's- yeah. No, it's super easy. I mean, it literally, um, it just, it just hooks right on. Like I now I put it on the hose, right? Yes. The, that was going Perfect. to, um, like going into the. Yes, you put on the hose. Now the American hose is slightly larger than the U- UK hose. So mm-hmm. what we did was we pre-drilled four holes in the plant search and put four screws. And a lot of the American guys. It fits. It fits the, the hose, but mm-hmm. if you want to secure it really well, 
those four screws are all easy. They're just pre-drilled. You just put them in, and that yep. will secure it. So, and it's so easy to fit. Um, and you just leave it. You can either just leave it on that one pipe. And most of the Americans are different from the English. The English buy one because just they just want to see if it works or not. They know it works, but they buy one. The Americans all they buy three because mm -hmm. they've got three figures, right? Yep. <laughs> and they've got front side and back. The English have little gardens at the back. Just one little garden at the back, one figure. So the Americans are very also more gung ho. They're more they're more willing to just have. More hoses, you know, that watering the plants. So you can leave one on. You can you can move yeah. it around. You can put it on your faucet or your kitchen tap as well. Um, on, on a watering can. Great idea. That is a great idea. To do that. We're gonna do that. We're gonna We're do that totally on the kitchen. Gonna do that. We're gonna do that put on, on your faucet. Put it on your faucet. Yeah. Awesome. I love it. Awesome. All right, James. Thank you so yeah. much. We've taken enough of your time. So, we really appreciate you. Yeah. All right. We'll we'll we'll, we'll connect. Yes, Absolutely. we'll do this again when uh, when we get the winter garden growing, and we'll we'll run some some experiments, and we'll we'll show you the results. Absolutely. Very excited! Awesome. All right, great. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you so much. Bye. 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 Fantastic. That was so great. I mm -hmm. really enjoyed learning about that. You know me; I love to learn new shit. Yes. There we go. Okay. Yes, that's so cool. I was so going to ask really him if, because he was saying <laughs> that they use this uh, magnetic type technology to clean, he said boilers, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm just assuming like the hot water heater, shit like that, that goes out that uses the water in the house. So I'm like, why? Like, I was like, I was going to ask him before he said that he could put, that we could put it on the faucet. I was going to ask him if it was something that I could put on the pipe right outside of the hot water heater. Yeah. Like, why not fucking try it and see what the yeah. fuck that does? Yeah. And I want to do it in the house. Because you know me, I struggle on the water game. I'm struggling real I hard these days. Like, extra super hard. Like, I took two sips of a bottle of water yesterday, and Taylor looked at me, I was like, that's probably the most water I've had all week. That's disgusting. Mm -hmm. So, um, and it has fitting instructions right, on the, like right on the back here. So it just says, clip plant surge to your garden hose or water pipe in just 10 seconds. It fits standard hose pipes from 12.5 millimeters to 19 millimeters. So a half inch to three quarter inch for sizes 19 millimeters and above. Use the enclosed screws mm -hmm. uh, to attach your plant surge. It clips strongly to all metal, plastic, or nylon flex pipes. So like I have that, the nylon flex hose, right? That goes out to there. Mm -hmm. um, so specifically, to that's because I just put in a whole drip hose system. So I put one on the uh, the the hose going into that particular garden, <coughs> not and not to the other. Um, but I have this third unit. So uh, and then I put one on the hose in the back, which is actually a metal hose. Let's just put it on the kitchen. But um, hey, yeah, I'm, I'm almost considering putting it on. I want to find the pipe that runs water into the house. Yeah, why not? That's I mean that's and what I was saying. Like, there. why not? Why can't we do that? Magnetize like, right at the all main, the water coming like, into the house, right? Like, where's at the your main. water main? Why can't yeah. we just put it on the water main? Yeah. See what happens. Exactly. Okay. I like it. Let's do it. Yeah, why not? Why so I might have to get a couple more of these. So um But that's cool. I definitely because it treats it treats hard water. How much money do you guys spend on hard water softeners? Or like, you know, we have a a, a filter, a filtering um shower head and that you know removes the fluorides and all the heavy metals and but all then that you still got to go and clean it because it has to it gets all scaled up because exactly. of the hard water the lime and the exactly. calcium that goes up on it you have to take it down put it in baking soda and vinegar you know. so uh so yeah so 
freedomplantsurge.com. You save 10%. That's the affiliate link. So it just brings it direct to that. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm really excited about this. I can't wait for you so, to uh, show Experiment Taylor. with this. This is going to be fantastic. And to show Taylor. He loves learning. He's always so interested in the randomness of the things that we find to do. So yeah, I would love, I can't wait to show him when he gets here. Yes. So, and then of course, electrofreedom.com, promo code Wolfpack, save 20%. And then... 40% at survival-essentials.com with promo code defiant. So all three and, you know, for your gardening enthusiast or someone who's looking to grow your own, grow their own food and maybe is overwhelmed and says, oh, I can't do this. Yes. Yes, you can. Mm -hmm. Between the plant surge and the electroculture. Oh my God. Oh, I meant to tell you something. It's going to be insane. I meant okay. to tell you. What? My pet. Oh, so you know that planter box that I built on the side of the house, the yeah. first one? Yeah. Nothing survived except... My jalapeno, my panada, and my Tabasco peppers, they're going fucking ham right, right I, now. I mean, the peppers like, are insane And right here's now. the thing, like where they are is where the fucking rainwater runs off the house right to it. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, Vanessa told me that we don't get peppers the first year. Yeah. I got a ton of peppers right Sweet. now. Sweet. So I want to get an electric ultra steak so I can stick yep. it over in there. I think that that would be great. And yep. I appreciate the fact that they're just being fed right now with rainwater because yeah. I think it's really good for, good oh, for yeah. them, right? Especially yeah, yeah. right now. Yeah. But I also need to come up with some. Depending on too. how many chemicals are, you know, dumping into the skies. Yes. Um, <laughs> but I do want to start doing some rainwater collection and see how we can use that right there to fill, to. Mineralize, uh, yes, magnetize yes, the water. Yes, rainwater. Right? Why not? I mean, it's a natural. It's a natural resource. We yep. don't have to pay for it. All we yep. gotta do is connect it to something. Same with that. The pond. pond out I there. know. We really gotta get the pond going. Get the pond water system going. Yes. Definitely for the spring. Um, I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna pull the pump from that side because we're not using it anymore, mm -hmm. and bring it over here. Yeah. Um. And uh, and use that that pump to run. The water no, out of the pond a, into the gardens. I think you know how nutrient rich that exactly because it's all full of fish, whatever. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yep. So, mm -hmm. yeah, we're gonna we're gonna definitely work on that. We're gonna have to go harvest wood out of the the woods back there anyway because we gotta. We need, wood. we need a lot of wood. I did talk to the neighbors that had plant or that had trees come down and asked them if I could take their wood. It's been drying in their yards for like two months. I told like, you, yourself. let's put that post on Sharathi Hall and we will drive around this bitch picking up wood. Right. I have no problem doing that next week. I can come over after I pick up, pick him up from work mm -hmm. and uh, do a couple of shows with you. Yes, I need, I, I definitely need you to. So y'all know. And I think that that would be great because it's so. just us for the day, like mm -hmm. the evening. So mm -hmm. maybe you and I can get some other stuff done after the show. Yeah. Administrative yeah. wise, because. We're always like running around trying to make sure our families and our kids and our husbands and our dogs and our fucking everything else is fed and taken care of and blah, 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 blah. So mm -hmm. guess what happens? Business shit doesn't get done. No kidding. Administrative business shit doesn't get done. No kidding. So we got to get on that. And now I have to go back to finding. There it is. Hey, you know what? You want to get hot? Yes, ma'am. It's All fucking right. time, bro. It really is. So are if you guys ready? are wondering, what time is it anyway? It's probably yeah, it's two forty-five. I mean, it's not quite that time, but it's all good. So I'm it's working on my son's blanket now, guys. Okay, just so you guys know. Okay, good so deal. All right, well then. For Justin. Where the fuck did the white go? I'm like, oh, it fell on the floor. It's over here.
Mm. Of course, we, you know, smoked half this before the show because I this mean, bitch was like, well, I am too sober to be doing this right now. Okay. I have had a rageful week. <clears throat> yeah. But in case anybody wanted to know, DSS sucks giant donkey balls. Everybody knows this. <laughs> it's it like the really DMV, driving but me on a longer, fucking nuts more right drawn now. out process. <clears throat> Going to the DMV at any point is always sucky. Going to DSS all the time is always sucky. Yeah, well, any government agency that starts with say, a D is like, sucky. Everybody's like, "Oh, are they ignoring you?" I said, "Bitch, they fucking are." Mm-hmm. I said, "And I am not. I am the wrong motherfucking one. Like they don't. I do not do ignored. Period. So mm-hmm. you motherfuckers up in Greenville, be prepared. Yeah, Monday this bitch is driving up there, and I talked to the pinship precinct coordinator again, and she's like, she's like, I hate to say, she's like, I really hope." they get back to you so you don't have to drive four and a half hours to get up here she's like but if you do you at least have the names of the people that you need to talk to and ask for and i said don't worry i'll try to see you while i'm there she's like okay like she's really like but she's from up north she's not she's on it yeah did i tell you what Hmm. i got a message from her Mm-hmm. Saying that her GAL, her guardian med litem, who is a very nice lady, by the way, yeah, generally speaking, was there the other day and told her that she should that her caseworker said she should just go ahead and get settled in because she's not going to be home by Christmas uh, and potentially not even by Easter, and that it's not her. She needs to just be a kid and not worry about grown folks' business. Bitch, what the fuck do you mean, grown folks' business? <laughs> this is her motherfucking business. No shit. That's she's her 15, fucking life. It's, she's 15 years old. She doesn't want to be where she's at. You think that you took her out of a situation because she wasn't getting enough motherfucking supervision, but there was somebody there 24 hours a day. Now, this motherfucker where she's at now is never home, gone 15 hours a day. Uh, Valhall, um, you don't need a promo code. It just automatically applies the 10% at freedomplantsurge.com. It's an affiliate link. So it just automatically applies it through. So, nice. yep. No promo code needed there. Just freedomplantsurge.com yep. automatically applies the oh, 10% like, discount. Just like the cardio defiant. Yeah, or defiant yeah defiantmiracle.com. Defiant, defiant, yeah, defiant exactly. Same yep. thing. And, uh, and like the, my Patriot supply, the defiant, uh, defiant prep dot life. Um, you know, the ones that are, and same thing with fresh mouth, freshmouth.life. So the affiliate links, like where I've basically bought a domain name for it, because otherwise the affiliate link is like, you know, plantsurge.com backslash, you know, QRS one zero question mark equals blah, 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 blah. Well, I'm like, no, but I freedomplantsurge.com done. Well, what I did on the um, farm page is I just put add button on my web 
Yeah. And then I just, nobody has to see that. I just copy the link and stick yeah, it on there. I know. They can just click and go because, which, I, which I do on, you know, some of the, the other ones too. Easier. However, right if I'm talking about it, I don't, you know, I want to be able to right, tell yeah, you. Yeah. No, I want to be able to, I don't want to be sitting there giving you this fucking com. bullshit ass fucking Exactly. Link. <laughs> You'll never get it. That's what I had to do with the vitamins. So mm -hmm. that's why I bought defiantvitamins.com, mm -hmm. yep. which I have yet to, I need to promote that more because those things are awesome. And yeah, I mm. have to get back on those, man. Yes. Just because it's that time of year. And you're tired cold. as fuck. I'm I know. super tired. So I actually started um planting some stuff this morning and then uh or pulling the back garden. Um oh wait, I have to tell them. Okay, go ahead. So I don't know if this bitch told you guys because I haven't been here in a I'm couple of weeks. Shit. Fucking bitch. Um, so we're gonna go to Colorado. Oh, yeah, no, I told them that because we were gonna go and then we couldn't, and then go, we couldn't and then go whatever. And I should have my truck back by Tuesday. Mm -hmm. Thank fucking goodness. So we will go um the on the 11th, right? So I'm pretty yep. excited. But I, I was telling Vanessa, I am I've been researching and looking. There's a couple of different plushy companies out there that I can upload a custom design or a picture and have them create sweet create us uh our own plushie that we can sell uh to raise money for the farm so since we're gonna go pick up small fry and he's gonna be our first first cow well, i mean you know whatever mm -hmm. steer i don't care my first little cuddly thing i get so excited um i'm gonna take we're gonna bring him home i might even take him to the tractor supply uh pet grooming area and get him all cleaned up and blow dry him and everything. But you can do that. I know. And make him all cute and get really good <coughs> pictures of him and then upload it and have a plushie made of him with the uh, Mama H's Farm for a Better Tomorrow logo on his little butt or in his ear, whatever. Um, and he's going to be the official mascot for the farm since he's our first cow and he's being donated. I have to be really thankful to Minnie Mosa ranch mm -hmm. for donating they originally were donating three but it took me so long to find a place to put my little guys that i yeah um they ended up happen. getting offers on two so but i'm really excited to get small fry he's really cute he's like brown like chocolate brown he has like white stripes on his knee on his legs i don't know he's really cute he kind of looks a little like he might be a little cross-eyed i don't know <laughs> but <laughs> could just be the picture i don't know cows make funny faces bro when especially when their eyes get <laughs> when their eyes get big and you can see the whites of them they just have like they make funny faces um but he's really cute and i can't wait to go get him and uh he we are going to drive to colorado and back in yeah. basically three, three days three days because we don't fuck around maybe four vanessa is the only person i know that can road trip the way i can road tip and guess what bitch we can oh no you have to take the kids to school fuck why I was going to say, I'm off that Sunday now. I'm off on Saturday now. I can leave whenever the fuck I want. True. But um, I'm just wanna, letting you know. I like, want to do. I can leave whenever we can. Yeah. Well, and I Nick, would love so to Nick's, do Nick's a really going cool, hunting. I know. He gets back on Saturday, Sunday morning. Sunday, like, something yeah. like that. Um, I think Saturday. But um, so, and then, you know, we, we need to process like 2,000 pounds of deer meat and um, get that oh, food shape that put it all in, you know, food saver bags. Yeah. And, uh, Put it in put them all in the freezers mm -hmm. and then when that's done monday i want to do i want to do the good book monday morning absolutely but i want and then we'll to, leave right after that what i wanted to say is i was actually you know because i watch 
I really don't watch other podcasts, guys, so don't judge me. I don't even watch this bitch's podcast. Of course not. I don't watch this motherfucker. What? No. No. I But I do occasionally watch uh, Joe Rogan and Burt Kreischer and his wife because I think they're fucking hilarious. Um, but Joe Rogan was talking about how like he would just randomly do a live podcast on a plane and just do it and i was like you know what we can fucking do that while we're road tripping Why oh yeah we no we've totally we done road totally do yeah this. no we've done uh, we're i know you did it when i, I know yeah, you yeah. did it when you were in jamaica but i was like fuck man no, we, no we've done i was like we've you done can it still, from the road before i was like you can still do the good book i'm in planning the morning every day yeah. i was like and we can have our own little just yeah no i'm totally planning something on. even if we're just like doing we can bring the fucking gopro we have to bring the we GoPro. have to bring the gopro we have to bring the gopro yes. because i think it's really important that a we have as many pictures of us picking him up together mm-hmm. i mean i wish courtney was going to be with us but it's okay it's okay um i uh, did want to show you this real quick because it's fucking stupid as hell because I just, I saw this. Is that my man? Uh, but, that is my man. Oh my and then God. the other guy. I love them both. Okay, uh, right now, I'm a little bit of a chubby chaser in case anybody wasn't okay. checking this out. Burt Kreischer is my freebie, according to Taylor. And I so is Jelly Roll. It. And Jelly Roll, my, even though he's definitely fluffy. Okay. He's my freebie and, too. And Oliver Anthony. I mean, I just trying, think he's adorable. He's trying to reclaim his 15 minutes of fame, y'all. And this is so inappropriate right I now. Mean, I love the face he's Winston, making right Sa- Winston-Salem, Fairfax, and Roanoke. Call your plus one and come see me on the top, tops of the tops off world tour. Grab your tickets at BertBertBert.com. I can't wait to see how you lunatics Photoshop this. We don't need to Photoshop it because it's just, it's no... Uh, you don't understand how much I love Burt Kreischer, though. I'm just no right now. I just okay. I'm so just I no no. So, so I introduced Sorry, Vanessa y'all. and Ryan and Liana to Burt Kreischer one one night. <laughs> and you're on your video, and then I don't remember the funniest thing ever. I don't remember that guy's name. That was he. Just looked like Super Mario. Uh, I don't remember who he was. I'm so sorry. He looked like a silver Super Mario. I don't know. Like he had gray hair, right? Like I'm not tripping. I know I was stoned, but you were tripping. Oh, I know. We you know you were. I was driving, so I was just stoned. I did not. T- I did not partake. I don't, I don't even. I don't even know who was here that night. It doesn't I matter. Don't anyway, anyway. Oh, and then Mark showed up. Mm-hmm. And then I. Well, I was like, these motherfuckers are tripping. So if I, if, if any time is the best time to introduce them to my favorite stand-up comedian, now's the time. And I'm pretty sure I'm, yes, I think I made them watch Razzle Dazzle, the most recent uh, Netflix special. These motherfuckers were so, we were laughing they were so laughing hard. So I can't hard. remember and the it, last time I laughed so, so hard. And it and like so made my day. There was like literally nothing like introducing your favorite stand-up com- comedian to the people that mean the most to you and them fucking love them. Then it's like, okay, I'm not as fucked up as I think I am, or they're just as fucked up as I am because he says some of the most realest fucked up shit. And it makes, it makes my fucking day. It really does. So, uh, anyway, um, let's finish up the, the what's growing on videos real quick. Okay. Okay. Good morning, friends. Happy Saturday. I'm in the back garden here, checking things out. We had two days of freeze and then it got warm again. So the sweet potatoes are starting to turn yellow, but they don't need to be pulled yet. These. Excuse you. 
marigolds, giant marigolds, definitely need to be pulled though over here. And all those watermelon leaves and, you know, some random weeds and stuff. So I'm actually gonna try a little bit of a different method for planting potatoes. I'm gonna plant winter potatoes, over winter potatoes, over here in this compost box. Okay, so here's what I'm gonna do. I have this bag of potatoes here, seed potatoes, right? They're already starting to sprout. And I'm not cutting them. This guy needs to get moved down. You know, I have a hinge on this. I can't actually open this thing. Remember, I built all my compost boxes with hinges on them to make it easy. So, you know, I have some just random, um, I hadn't really started putting stuff in this compost box yet. So we're gonna plant potatoes in here and we're gonna compost with them and let them grow inside the compost. So I'm literally, and they'll grow like up and out. So I'm gonna put them over here just throughout with the seeds, the eyes up, all right? Some of these guys are sprouting. And because we're overwintering them, like growing them over the winter, which we don't really have a winter here, but I am not cutting them. I have other potatoes too. The ones in the back that I planted that I did not cut. So. Basically, just gonna cover these guys. With dead grasses and stuff that I pull up out of this yard. And as they, these guys, right? So as they decompose, and turn into compost and dirt, you're going to feed the potatoes and the potatoes will grow up as we make compost. So, it's kind of like the hay method. If you've ever heard of the hay method where you put them inside a, um, a cage and just cover them with hay and let them grow. But we're gonna do it this way instead. So I'm gonna plant this out. Come on, there we go. I think I'm gonna put some turnips in there. Something quick growing. But right now, these guys are just gonna grow in here. So, I like the hay method. 
Yeah, that's a that's a great way to. Um, and we have plenty more pallets. We could probably build another one. Oh, I have so many. And I want to do that at my house. Yeah, I you know I mean I really need the potatoes. Yeah, I want to do it with the sweet potatoes just to try. And can also we can also do that um, do it along the fence line. Once we build the fence, we can mm -hmm. both do it inside. I don't want to do it inside the fence because the chickens, but I can do it right outside the fence, like mm -hmm. along the outside of the fence. Mm -hmm. And um, and you just literally put potatoes, like you dig a, a small trench and you put potatoes on the ground. Uh -huh. And then you just, I can pile up hay and then I can pile grasses on top of it, like grow lemongrass right in front of it. Mm -hmm. And you won't even see, see it. And then the potatoes will grow up. And, nice. Uh, yeah, no, yeah. I think that's exactly what we should do. Especially so, if you can put the lemongrass in front of it because that's mm -hmm. going to repel the bugs. Exactly. Like I would like to outline my entire house with lemongrass or peppermint or lavender or all, all the things. Of that, all of that. Every single one of those motherfuckers to yes. repel every single bug. Exactly. Because I got to tell you that it, mm -hmm. I, I am tired of this shit. The bugs here, there is no fucking season where the bugs die. Okay. They hibernate and then their terrorist fucking cousins come out and do it and eat you alive. And then those motherfucker hibernate, go hibernating. And then yep. another fucking breed of those motherfuckers comes out to eat you alive. Yeah. I fucking hate it. Every fucking season, something tries to fucking eat me alive. Even Taylor was like, I'm getting eaten alive out here. Can we go home now? And that was last night. And I was like, Ugh, I'm bro. putting all natural bug spray on the website. We need to do that. Yes. That lady in the neighborhood actually makes it. Nice. Mm -hmm. Yep. I need some. Yep, yep. But I good would stuff. love to be here. Yeah. So again, I'm buying a case from her and then I'm putting it on the website. Anyway. Nice. Um, I actually talked to a technician that I used to work with who has left pharmacy as well mm -hmm. and is doing her own homestead. And I was reaching out to her to ask her how she transports her, her cows and her goats and blah, 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 blah. And she was really sick. But anyway, I was telling her. Um, she's like, oh, mine are big. I just use giant dog crates. And I'm like, okay, fine. But I was telling her that I, because she's pregnant. And I was like, mm -hmm. oh, you'll have to let me know what your color scheme is. Mm -hmm. And I can knit you a baby blanket. Because you know I like to knit everybody's baby a blanket. And, Absolutely. Um, she was like, you know how to knit? And I was like, yeah. She's like, will you teach me? I said, I, listen, I can fucking try. She's like, if you teach me, I will teach you how to quilt on a sewing machine. I said, first... You have to teach me how to use my sewing machine. Well, then there's and that. And she said, deal. Perfect. So I'm really excited to learn something new, right? So um, the the last video I want to show y'all, I'm doing something a little different with these. These particular, and I didn't say it in the video itself, but these particular pots of herbs only get fed by rainwater and bong water. Oh, you're so much good shit in that bong water. It oh my stinks God. to high heaven. That's how you know it's good. Okay, check check these out. Our front herb baskets have taken off. This dill is just going crazy in here. And the parsley as well. I've been using that basil, so I'm coming back. And then over here, this is all dill. And I had replanted it and put the electroculture antenna in it. And look, it, it re planted itself and then created all this new dill. So look at all that, lots of dill. I'm going to be harvesting herbs here very soon and more pumpkins as well for dog food. Here's the yarrow, still going strong. It doesn't mind that little cold freeze that we had at all. going strong. 
but all right around the antenna. And then of course, the lovage that we replanted, pulled out of the ground and put in the pot with the antenna and it took off. It's beautiful. I used that with Thanksgiving dinner instead of celery. I don't really like celery. I like lovage better. So, rainwater and bong water and electric culture. <laughs> but that's it. Makes sense. Why not? Every night when I clean up the bong for the show, I just take it and I dump, dump it, it in, in one of those four pots. Mm. Why not? Mm -hmm. Why not? Makes sense to me. Why waste it? Right? So. It does stink though. Uh, Lyanna said, save your ashes from cleaning your pipes and put that on your pot plant soil. I fucking love it. That's a great, mm -hmm. I have a whole, oh yeah. I have, I have a whole uh, jar of that. I do you too. Do that. Yeah. Sweet. I Excellent. I will do that. Oh, All I right. had a whole jar of it. I think Taylor did it, but either which way I can fill it. No problem. Mm, okay. Um, so we are actually going to get out of here because we're going to go set up Christmas in my house. Um, I only half asked the Christmas so far at my house, but I got there, there's, I don't have a tree yet, but I have so much Christmas stuff. So much. There's so much, so much Christmas stuff. And we can actually it's start prepping funny. dinner early. This way I can get home before midnight. Yes. Bitch. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and we, I think we have some people maybe coming over. That's so yeah, I think Tracy, Tracy PCB is coming over. That's exciting from the chats. Um, Girl, you know, I can and maybe TWF too. So, yeah. Okay. Anyway, family dinner. And I think Wix and Gerby are coming over. Oh, you're really good. Linda and Chris. We got to go get Taylor's dog. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I was like, he's going to have such bad hostile anxiety. He'll be fine. He'll but be once fine. he's stoned, he's fine. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, okay, good deal. All right. All right so, y'all, um, again, go check out. Plant Surge, freedomplantsurge.com. It's the direct affiliate link. You don't need a promo code and you get 10% off automatically. And then pair that with Electroculture, electrofreedom.com. Save 20% with promo code Wolfpack. And then of course, you need seeds to grow. And right now at Survival Essentials, survival-essentials.com, you get 40% off with promo code Defiant. So that is huge, y'all. But put that together right there. I mean, that's that's a like Christmas phenomenal Christmas gift basket. for phenomenal Christmas basket. Seriously. Also, side note, guys, coming soon. Mm -hmm. Uh I on our Shopify store for Freedom Gardens, we will be mm -hmm. putting up uh arm knit blankets with matching throw pillows. We will be getting I will be getting Vanessa on board real quick tonight after we prep for dinner. Mm -hmm. Um, because it doesn't take long. I'm gonna teach her how to knit a throw size blanket in 45 minutes and we're going to start making them and putting those on the site. And then the farm is going to be having its own Shopify store, which are where I'm going to be selling. And all of those proceeds are going to go to the farm where I'm going to be selling twin full queen and king size blankets, as well as uh, baby sets. And we'll be having baby sets on the, on that page too. So just sweet. letting you guys know. Sweet, sweet. All right. All right, y'all. Thanks very much for watching. And uh, don't forget, True Spiracy starts early tomorrow, 11 a.m. Oh, mother. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's because he's got to go. Well no, well, no, not just that, but we're playing um, all as or as much as we can of the Fall of the Cabal series in honor of uh, the creator of the Fall of the Cabal series who 
we think is no longer with us. So anyway, so uh, 11 a.m. tomorrow for True Spiracy. So come check it out. So for V. Lynn. And Heather. Thanks for watching, y'all. See you guys next week. I don't want to act too high and mighty because tomorrow I may fall down on my face. Lord, thank you for sunshine. Thank you for rain. Thank you for joy. Thank you for pain. It's a beautiful day. It's a beautiful day. Lord, thank you for sunshine. Thank you for rain.
resurrection and every single